3: It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University.
4: Welcome, everyone, to Detroit King. Just about underway here in our regional final matchup. It's the visiting University of Detroit Jesuit comes and the home Detroit King Crusaders here in a blustery, cold, and We're just glad we're inside kind of day. Jeremy out alongside Sean Belichian to bring you the call. Here tonight, these are two teams, obviously, in different spots. UD on the come-up, or at least trying to be making it to a point where they haven't been since 2013. Detroit King trying to follow up their championship last year, and they beat a really solid squad in Muskegon. They won't have to deal with them this year on their run in Division Two because of the flip-flop of divisions, but this program is back and gunning for another one this year.
5: Yeah, and it's no surprise. I mean, just incredible history here I mean such a, a an awesome venue to be at uh, so much history down here and and to me Jeremy one of the biggest stories is their phenomenal freshman quarterback and I
4: I have a feeling you're gonna say his name a few times here today absolutely Dante more the 6 165 pound freshman he has 2,000 yards on the season 2,000 as a freshman 66 percent completion percentage 27 touchdowns and eight interceptions the turnovers have been a little bit of an issue throughout the year for King, but it really hasn't mattered in the end. No, I, you know what? In, in When you lose a
5: guy like Daquan Finn, you, you expect a drop-off, right? Uh, not here. I, I mean, this is a kid that has been phenomenal. Now, it doesn't hurt that he's got one of the best players in the state, in Rashawn Williams, on his side as well. But that's the beauty of, of what Coach Spencer has done here. They can hurt you in a myriad of ways. They really can. They can hurt you in a myriad of ways, but... Uh, like you said, uh, this is a situation where if you look at from the, the Cubs' perspective, hey, they're not supposed to be here. Nobody's given them a chance. So you know what they say about uh, that underdog role. A lot of guys relish it.
4: Yeah, wins over North Farmington and Farmington. Those were two teams combined that only had one loss, and Farmington had come off a victory against Oak Park. So things just kind of shaking all kinds of weird directions. But that's high school football. It's high school sports. And that's what makes this so fun to cover week in and week out.
5: Well, that's the the thing. It's so funny when, when, you know, we're not that far removed, Jeremy, and and, and you did it with the Patriot, and I did it with one of the entities that I work for. Everybody has to put their picks in there. And if you go up with the chalk, you're out your mind. I mean, the chalk never wins. This is the MHSA playoff, and that's what makes it so good. But you know what, Jeremy? It's a testament to how good the caliber of play is becoming in the state of Michigan. And if you don't believe me, when you get scouts coming from not only the big boys around here, but all over the nation coming out here and taking a look at some of the finest that the state of Michigan has to Mm -hmm. offer, that speaks volumes to where
4: the level of play has gone. Uh, this is the only game in the Catholic High School League here today. We'll talk about some of the other ones coming up tomorrow. There's three other teams still in it in Loyola, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, and Shrine. And when you look at Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, I don't know if you saw the numbers last week from Garnett Davis. Supposedly they're number two back, 250 yards, a couple touchdowns. He's nearly caught Anthony Anton, who has 1,300 yards in the year, and he now has 1,100. So that's going to be a St. Mary's squad that... Uh, may ride their way all the way to the state championship game.
5: Well, Jeremy, I, I know you and I have talked about this for a couple of years now. It's it's almost like they hibernated a little bit, and they're back. And, and uh, you know, such a, a rich history up there as well. So that's going to be a uh, one to keep an eye on this weekend. And certainly uh, for the sake of the Catholic League, we want to keep this
4: going. There's no doubt about that. But uh, first and foremost, it starts here tonight at, at MLK. We have a lot more coming up in our Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week pregame show. We'll kind of dive into the personnel of these two teams a little bit further this week in high school sports coming up later, and we'll have Sean's keys to the game as well right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
6: Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time.
7: I do see a difference already since I've begun balance of nature. That's why I went from one trial order to ordering it for my wife and our kids, and I even gave a, a batch to my mom. I see enough of a difference where I'm excited to continue.
6: My dream is like that the whole world would be taking this. I would just like to rain down balance of nature. This is the easiest, most natural, and potent way to take care of yourself. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT.
0: This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6.
6: Hey, Warrior fans.
5: Don't forget your home for Warrior football right here on FM 101.5 AM 1400. The Patriot, the season finale this Saturday, 1245 over in Allendale, Michigan. The Warriors take on their in-state rivals, the Grand Valley State Lakers. Josh Rennell and I will have the call for you. 1245 pregame show. One o'clock kickoff right here on your home for the Warriors. FM 101.5 and AM 1400,
8: The Patriots.
4: Jeremy Otto and Sean Belisian back with you here from Detroit King. It's a Detroit versus Detroit matchup as these two teams square off in the regional final game. Cubs woman up on the left side of the field in their white jerseys and the maroon numbers. King on the right side of the field in their base black jerseys with the white numbers and the yellow stripes across the left and right shoulder as well. And we already talked about, you know, what this King team has, de- has done before, kind of talking about what they've done this year. They had a tough start to the year. They took on two quality employments. One you'd expect to be at least in the mix in the state playoffs. They weren't in Catholic Central losing – in their final game to fall to 4-5. and five. That was a game where they had five turnovers. King lost 22-20. It looked like they were dead in the water in the first half. Made a nice comeback in the second half, though really put things together. Dante Moore uh, started to string things together for the first time, the freshman, and they nearly came back in that game. Catholic Central did finish it off in the end. Second game of the year, Muskegon. They ran into a buzzsaw after Muskegon just plowed over La Salle, We covered that in week one. So they were on a mission, and they still are, obviously, as they look to uh, repeat, uh, or not repeat, but win another state championship, uh, trying to avenge last year's loss to King. The tough start didn't phase them, but that's kind of why Tyrone Spencer talks about it and says, hey, look, that's we knew – Losing the pieces we did last year, we knew we were going to have a good squad back, but maybe they wouldn't have been ready for those first two games. We didn't really care. We scheduled them. We're fine now. Look where we are now. Well, and I think that's great logic. But
5: you mentioned that, that game against Catholic Central. That doesn't seem like 11 weeks ago or whatever the heck it, it was. It really seems like just a couple of weeks ago. It goes to show you how this uh, high school football season flies. And and we still have a lot of football to be played as well, first and foremost, starting with tonight. But, no, you know what? I think there's something to be said for battle-tested. I really do. I I think this is a a Crusader team that took their lumps, learned from it, and wanted to make sure that they don't uh, take any more lumps the rest of the way. And, Jeremy, truth be told, I think that's why so many people think that they are uh, the team to beat.
4: Yeah, since then wins over Detroit Osborne, Cass Tech, Detroit Western, Detroit Denby, East English Fig- Village on the other end, and the PSL semifinals Renaissance, and then Denby in the PSL finals as well. And then their championship run thus far been fairly easy. Temperance Bentford a 45 to 7 win over I think my favorite mascot, and the Kicky Mules, huh? Yes,
5: <laughs> pretty hard to deny.
4: And then Livonia Franklin. You know I'm a Flivers guy. I, Are you know, you? I, I'm, a, I'm a Kingsford Flivers. I'm a big <laughs> Flivers guy. I like that too. The rocks aren't. Too bad. Not either. bad at all out in Salem. Lavonia Franklin 49 to 15 as well to get to this point. They talk about the Cass game as a turning point, obviously because it's a rivalry type game and they're you know kind of sliding right back into it. They also talk about the Denby game, in the PSL final, because they felt, hey, we didn't play that good, and Tyrone Spencer called this team out and say, look, we got to play cleaner here in the state playoffs. They've done that, and the results show, obviously. Well, they've responded. There's there's no doubt about that, and
5: I, I think to me, Jeremy. That Franklin team's pretty darn good. Don't forget, they were a team that went to the finals a couple years ago. They have a a tremendous quarterback in in Kelbert, you know, a bruising running back in Gibson, and the relative ease in which King handled them kind of, to me, sent a message to the rest of the high school ranks and certainly uh, a message that the the Cubs are going to have to adhere to.
4: So we have a lot more coming up in our Catholic High School League pregame show. We're going to talk to a couple fellows from the Cubs sportscast, an opportunity for them to come on air and tell us about their UD team that they've been covering all year. But for now, we're going to send it to the MHSA offices in East Lansing for this week in high school sports with John Johnson. John?
2: Reading railroad, sideline patrol, and a good example of a bad example. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. If you really know your railroads, the original was pronounced Redding for its Pennsylvania roots. But those of us who just know it from playing Monopoly, we usually call it Reading, like the town in southern Michigan near where our southern border intersects with Ohio and Indiana. And this year, the Reading Ranger football team is racing down the tracks again, led by two-way lineman Nick Affolder. The MVP of the Big 8 Conference, the 6'3", 300-pound Affolder, has the defending Division 8 champions in the regional finals this weekend against Adrian Lenoway Christian, and he's a force to be reckoned with.
3: We have not any offensive, defensive lineman been uh, league MVP before. He works extremely hard. You uh,
9: look at him... That's not the first thing you would say is, boy, is he in great shape,
3: but he is. I mean, he's 307 pounds. He's a big boy, but he's just competitive.
2: Head coach Rick Bailey. The multi-sport Affolder carries a 4.0 grade point average, is a class officer, and a leader in his school's Fellowship of Christian Athletes chapter. You can read more about Nick Affolder on the second half page of the MHSAA website and watch Reading Against Lenaway Christian live this Friday night at 7 on MHSAA tv Our game balls this week go out to Allen Park running back Nico Tiberia, who ran for 253 yards and two touchdowns on 19 carries in a football playoff win over Riverview last week. And the girls' volleyball team at Jackson Northwest captured its first district title since 2001 with a 3-2 victory over Okemos. Brookline Bevier with 16 kills and Henley Slay with 15 paced the Mountie attack. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to this
6: week in high school sports. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash MIStudentAid.
2: Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Safety in football continues to be a hot topic. We've previously talked here about rules that improve player safety. Today we're going to focus on the adults, specifically coaches and officials that work at the sideline area just in front of the team box. The rule requires that from the time just before the snap until the end of play, all coaches and team personnel must be completely out of the six-foot safety zone located in front of the team box at each sideline. This then gives the official plenty of room to work unimpeded in either direction. Now, as soon as the play ends, coaches can move into the area to instruct their players or to send in the next play and then move back prior to the next snap. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. I've often said that the coach is the most influential individual when it comes to how his or her team and their fans behave at a game. A head coach ejected during an event recently got others so worked into a lather that an assistant was later ejected. The head coach got back on the playing surface after the game and contacted one of the officials while pursuing them and fans broke into the officials' locker room as there was no security provided to them by the host school. The ejection was based on personal comments towards the officiating crew, which is a point of emphasis to prohibit in Michigan this year, and this coach, frankly, should have been tossed earlier. Now, disagreeing with officials is as old as sport itself, but it can be done without making it personal and without provoking those on the bench, on the playing surface, or in the stands. Allowed to go on too long, however, you're bound to get problems like this, which I've seen too many times over too many years, and all of which were unnecessary. So as we head into championships in a variety of sports over the next few weeks, let's all keep sportsmanship at the forefront. But I especially challenge those who lead our teams so that we don't have another good example of a bad example. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid a production of the MHSCA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson.
10: We'll see you next time concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs, Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect.
0: This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6.
3: Hugh Hewitt explains the landscape for the Democrats.
11: Michael Bloomberg is running for president, as I told you. There are three choices before the Democrats. You can go Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, or Michael Bloomberg. Everyone else is irrelevant. And he is going to he's going to play to win. He has a record, and he's known to the Democratic base. So it's thing? what's going on over there.
3: The Hugh Hewitt Show weekday mornings at 6 on fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot the patriot fm 101.5 am 1400 wdtk detroit the salem media group on the nasdaq as salm It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University.
4: Welcome back to Detroit King High School, everyone. Jeremy out alongside Sean Belesian to bring you this regional matchup. It's Detroit versus Detroit. Detroit King versus the University of Detroit. Jesuit here today it's cold out there does that limit anything you think that happens in this game
5: no i don't think so because you know jeremy sometimes i think we we overthink it you know what it's cold for both teams the ball's gonna snap on your hand a little bit you know it's the slaps on your legs gonna hurt a little bit more i don't think it's an advantage one team or the other i really
4: don't we kind of talked about it uh, before we took a break and sent it to this week in high school sports. But these two teams and kind of differing situations, King looking to repeat as state champion now in Division Two, as they played in Division Three last year. UD looking to continue to pile up the upsets, I guess. You could call them two upsets to begin the playoffs. That's kind of what this MHSAA playoffs, not only this year, but all throughout uh, you know, whether it's basketball hockey football there's always going to be some teams that try to rise to the top and kind of act as surprises
5: well and you know jeremy I, I one of the terms i always use for the national football league in recent years especially with the speculation that they're going to add to playoff teams is they sell hope and i think the mhsaa sells hope you know you do sell hope to a farmington to pull that upset you do pull sell hope to a UAD to pull that upset whatever the case may be and because we've seen it so often we really shouldn't be surprised when it happens. Now, there are some that are monumental and that we'll talk about forever, but I think that's the beauty of this tournament and the beauty of the caliber of football in this state right now that we, more often than not, shouldn't really be surprised when some of those wins happen. Well,
4: we're going to welcome on in Lawrence Price and Henry Gally, two guys that U.D. Jesuit. Lawrence does a lot of broadcasting for the Cubs sportscast. Mr. Gawi does some as well, but he also helps with the football staff. Guys, welcome. Glad to see you here today. I know you're going to be on the other side of the field in the cold, so I hope <laughs> you dressed warm here today. We dress warm, but somehow we're inside now, so it, it, it's just kind of victim of what it is. But, uh, Lawrence, let's start with you. Obviously, a, a season for you that they can look back on and be proud of, uh, but what do they need to do in this game to hopefully pull up another upset if they're a fan on that side?
12: Um, Jeremy, they have to do a few things. First off, there their defense really has to show out last game well throughout the whole season their defense has made a new a great strides since last year because last year they had a very uh very bad season i would say but this year under coach lewis's second year they've turned it around and the defense has really just been their pride or their strength of the whole season but one major key is they have to stop the run game. We all know that Martin Luther King has the Maryland commit Penny Boone. They're, they're starting running back. Although he's a little injured, I've heard from a couple of the football players from UAD, they really have to stop him, and that's the really the major key to winning the football game or they, if they want to contend in this game.
4: Henry, anyway, I talked to Coach Lewis a couple days ago. He said, hey, we're not going to be you know, afraid of King here today. Just what's the mindsets of this program, I guess, not only after the couple of victories, but just throughout this whole season?
9: I think the whole team's pretty excited for this game. Um I think there's a lot of good energy that's going on right now and I'm really hoping that can show on the field today too. Um he was talking about the Lawrence was talking about the defense. That's really something that has been impeccable these past few games. Um I'm just hoping to see a little bit more from the offense as well. Um they've been lacking especially uh, against Farmington. Sure. They let up a few, so
4: Sean, I wish I had that voice in, in high school when I was in that in, in uh, high school? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing eighty. The
5: guy's got better pipes than I do. My goodness gracious. No, well well spoken guys, man. Keep at it. I, I can't imagine doing something else with my lifetime, honestly. It's it's a lot of fun and it's been great to watch Jeremy kind of come up and and, and you know get to the point that he's at. So keep at it, guys. Seriously. Best thank of luck you. to you both of you. Right, thank yeah,
4: you. we thank you for uh, joining us here today. We have Lawrence Price. And I almost called you John Gowie. Your brother would probably smile at that. But Henry Gowie, a couple more questions for you guys. Uh, Lawrence, let's start with you. Obviously, this is a team that's been led by their quarterback and a running back that's been really solid. A couple of them uh, in this game. Just talk about
12: those two guys or three guys and what they've meant to this squad. Oh, they've meant a lot. Um, Nate Brown, this first year, a sophomore quarterback, he's really showed out. His arm has been amazing, I would say. And he's really been a... a Really good leader for the Cubs. They really have much confidence in him, and especially their stars on the on the outside and at the running back position. They have Nick Johnson, the senior, and the junior Aaron and Richards, and that's that's an amazing duo that have has brought electricity all throughout. And they also have Carson Hinton, the senior wide receiver on the outside, and other other uh, few wide receivers that we did not expect to show out like they have. But when Nate, when you get Nate the ball in the shotgun and drop back, he's got a lot. Uh, he's a lot to handle.
4: There's been a lot of guys uh, that have stepped up on this team, Henry. And one guy that I look at and, and somebody that Coach Lewis talks about is Joe Wisniewski, the sophomore who's kind of taken over that linebacker wow, spot uh, for the Cubs. But who are some other guys that uh, have kind of risen to the occasion, and been a surprise for the team this year?
9: Um, one guy is definitely Nate Brown, the quarterback. He's uh, he really brings great energy to the team. When uh, when we're practicing, he's always He's always really excited. He's always really focused. Um, Xavier Chow, the kicker, he's really doing amazing things. Um, Sometimes he's been a little slow to to the kick, but that's something you can uh, learn with. But really, all these sophomores that are on the varsity squad, they're really doing great things. So we expect to see greater things from them next year and the year after.
4: Well, guys, we thank you for sitting down with us here today. Certainly good luck with your broadcast and uh, team duties on the other side of the field as well. We look forward to maybe talking to Aiden Thompson at halftime as well. That's Lawrence Price and Henry Gowie joining us, two members of the Cubs sportscast and two guys that uh, that had a lot of experience with the team this year following them and, and helping out as well. Well, with the Lions Catholic Credit Union, they want to make sure you celebrate the season in style. Whether your way of celebrating is a new home, a new truck, a family vacation, or maybe just taking care of some odds and ends, Alliance Catholic has a loan for you. And to celebrate the season, they're offering special rates, including a limited time introductory rate on a home equity line of credit and a low rate helping hand loan. With the Lions Catholic Credit Union, you get more than great rates and the latest features you receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. To find out all the ways you can celebrate the season with Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA, equal housing lender, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Kickoff is getting oh so closer here on the Patriot. The Regional is next.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University.
5: Fans, don't forget your home for Warrior football right here on FM 101.5 AM 1400. The Patriots, the season finale this Saturday, 1245 over in Allendale, Michigan. The Warriors take on their in-state rivals, the Grand Valley State Lakers. Josh Rennell and I will have the call for you. 1245 pregame show, 1 o'clock kickoff right here on your home for the Warriors. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriots.
4: This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Mike Gallagher reacts to
3: Bloomberg getting into the race. Do you recognize how
11: much trouble the Democrat Party is in even advancing this idea? If they think a 77-year-old former mayor of New York named Bloomberg is going to be their answer, holy cow, the party is in a
3: mess. The Mike Gallagher Show weekdays at nine on fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot you're listening to the chsl game of the week only on the patriot sportsmanship
8: is still relevant in school sports good sportsmanship should be a given at our games it's one of the primary reasons we have school sports to begin with to help today's young people become tomorrow's community leaders You can learn more about sportsmanship and download a full kit of sportsmanship ideas from the MHSA website at mhsaa.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
3: Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week.
4: The broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK, the Patriot. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or counts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and WDTK Detroit. Jeremy Otto back alongside Sean Belisian. Now time for Sean's keys to the game. He says they're easy today. What do you got? Very easy today.
5: You know what? I think on one side of the ball, you look at Detroit King, it'd be disciplined. Don't inflict the injuries on yourself. Jeremy, there, there's a reason why they're the favorite to win, okay? They really are that good. They really are that talented. Be disciplined. Play your game. Take care of business. And for you, a D, you know what? I'm going to say the same thing with a twist. Play your game. You have to play your game. Don't be a hero. Take care of the football take care of the football, try to keep that offense off the field as much as you possibly can, because you're going to need every little bit of offense that you can churn out here tonight.
4: Now the winner of this game will take on Seaholm and Port Huron. I think that uh, it, it's safe to say that the winner of this game might have a chance to you know, cruise their way into the state championship game, right?
5: A- absolutely. Anything can happen. You, you know as well as I do, but you have to look at this as exactly what you said. This is a team that whoever the winner is here tonight that is going to have uh, some, some good things to look forward to.
4: King, just one of those programs that you look at and say that's just, they play good football there, whether it's Tyrone Spencer or any of the other coaching staff members before, kind of uncharacteristic to them to have so many turnovers at some points in this season. Well, we kind of talked about that as well. They've overcome it, and that's going to happen when you have a guy that's a freshman at the helm. But this is a guy who had an offer from Jim Harbaugh, as a seventh grader
5: it's amazing i I mean really his name's been out there for a long time now it's it's incredible how that works out and you know what he's he's not letting anybody down the way he's playing right now he's not letting anybody down
4: so two youngsters going at it uh, against each other is nate brown and dante moore uh battle it out in this catholic high school league football game of the week we'll have kickoff when we get back
5: Warrior fans. Don't forget your home for Warrior football right here on FM 1015 AM 1400 The patriot The season finale this Saturday, 1245, over in Allendale, Michigan. The Warriors take on their in state rivals, the Grand Valley State Lakers. Josh Ranell and I will have the call for you. 1245 free game show, 1 o'clock kickoff right here on your home for The Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400 The Patriots.
13: If you need versatility and high performance in an epoxy coating, look no further than Rust-Oleum's High Performance 9100 Direct-to-Metal Epoxy Mastic at Cush Paint in Roseville. Instead of multiple coats of epoxy, just one is all you'll need with a 9100 system. Apply it to steel beams, towers, structural steel, concrete floors, conveyors, storage tanks, and more. It also comes in a variety of colors. When ordering Rust-Oleum 9100 System DTM Epoxy Mastic, mention the Patriot and get 10% off at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week,
3: only
4: on The Patriot. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on social media? Search CHSL Go on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you can hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSL Go on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and EM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit.
3: Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot.
4: of the national anthem in the background here is these two teams trying to stay loose. It's not always easy to do that in weather like this, but it's Michigan, so everybody is used to it everybody getting their reps in outside even saw some pictures circulating that ud trying to stay loose by throwing snowballs at each other at points uh during practice there's nine inches of snow out there there was a lot of
5: snow and i'll tell you what they played an outstanding rendition of the national anthem the whitney houston Mm -hmm. from super bowl 25 rendition just a great rendition way to start
4: this out today Detroit King going to huddle up on their own 40-yard line here. The Cubs will do so on the opposite side as these two teams get ready to duke it out in our Catholic League game of the week right here on the Patriot. Jeremy Hott alongside Sean Belisian to bring in the call. Lucas Kamariotis, our on-site engineer. Brian Bolesky, our studio, our studio produce, producer in Ferndale, as we prepare to get this one kicked off here today let
5: me tell you something yeah. lucas gets gets a
4: special start tonight he does he got maybe maybe
5: we'll develop this yeah we'll <laughs> develop this as the game goes on but uh we're going to give him one of the three stars today there's no doubt about that
4: i won't argue with that is going to receive the football and to begin the contest here they'll return it left to right aaron richard jr back deep along with jeffrey knights to kick it off for king it's going to be Joe Frazier, the defensive back, and one of their wide receivers kicked the extra points as well. Frazier's back to the 30-yard line, trickles forward and drives this one on a bounce. Going to take a hop step at the 20-yard line, slipping and getting that football as Aaron Richard Jr. looks to hit the far side of the field, but King swallowing him up quickly. That's Rashawn Hence, the junior, and the gunner's able to collapse on him, so he will start just in front of their own 20-yard line here.
5: Well, something to look out for. Aaron Richard kind of slipped when he, when he got that ball. I don't know if it was jitters or if it was the field. Let's keep an eye on that. Footing could be a factor in this game. But, Jeremy, I'm going to say it again. It's going to be for both teams. That's just the way it is.
4: So, Nate Brown is out there. The young sophomore wears number nine. Took over the starting job for the Cubs in week number two. After the start of last year, D.J. Johnson got off to a scuffling start. Man in motion to the far side is Jeffrey Knight. Going to want to take this football up the middle as he scurries his way for about three yards up to the 25-yard line, and that is how UD will start their offense. Well, you know, the the hole closed
5: very quickly. It looked like there was some space up there. He he ends up getting about four yards, but just that closing speed uh, by the Crusaders, fantastic job.
4: So UD moves left to right to begin this thing here in the first quarter. Just 30 seconds into it, the first play is underway. Two wideouts left, one to the near side. Here for Nate Brown, He's in the tight shotgun formation. One running back to his left. He looks to pass, though. So airs it out far side Has a man there. It's through his hands, and boy, did that pop up in the air dangerously. Right in his grill to make that hard for him was the DB Aaron Wade, and the intended target, Andre Spivey. Well, Aaron
5: Wade was doing his job, keeping his eye on the man. Had Aaron Wade taken a step back, that ball could have bounced right into his hands. You are absolutely right. Seemed like the receiver far side of the field, Jeremy, was looking when he should have been catching. And there's way too much of that that goes on here today.
4: Spivey, a guy who... Lewis says has the best hands on this team. Was not able to haul that one in to begin things here tonight. So it's going to bring up a third and six as a scrimmage from the near hash. Two wideouts far side and all kinds of movement as two King Crusaders plow down in the middle of the field. It's likely going against them. Make this third down a lot more manageable. Nearly a first down as they're just shy... Of the 30-yard line for a third and one. Isn't that what we talked about? You got them in a third
5: and long, Jeremy. You're, you're a play away from getting them off the field. And now a far, far more manageable uh, third, and we'll call it about
4: two. 11-11 still to go in this first quarter. We're scoreless. Two wideouts left, one to the near side. King wants to send some pressure as Croft Jr. has to back off as the snap is not taken yet. Nate Brown taking a long stare to the left sideline here to receive the play call. Gets it now and communicates it with the line. As Nick Johnson to his left hip wants to hand it off to him. Johnson scurries right, and it doesn't look like he got it. What a push by Jalen Reed, the linebacker who sprinted up and is going to take him down for a two-yard loss. Jalen Reed was reading that all
5: the way. I mean, you're talking pre-snap. He just blew in. Didn't have a chance to to get anything going there. They end up losing two and a half, and this is not what the Cubbies wanted to do, Jeremy, is give this ball to this prolific offense.
4: The 10th TFL of the year for number two, and he's a real solid six-foot-tall, 195-pound junior at the linebacker spot. So Chow's going to be forced to punt it away. King sends a solo man back at their own 39-yard line here with 10.25 still to go in a scoreless first quarter. Special teams have been an issue this year for UD. Chow gets a clean snap. Sputtering punt, not going to go too far. It takes a UD bounce at the 45-yard line, spinning on its side, and King just going to walk away from that. As Marshawn Lee was the lone returner, it's going to roll back right where he was standing initially at the 39-yard line, and that's where Dante Moore, the 6'2", 165-pound, freshman phenom i think we can call him that oh, we we'll try can. it out there yeah we we definitely
5: can and uh this is going to be the test for the cubbies is trying to stop this offense that can hurt you with the run that can hurt you with the pass that can hurt you in a
4: myriad of ways and here they come trips right four more he has penny boone to his right hip sends a man in motion to the nearest side that's lee they want to hand off up the gut to Boone, but a great job by you need to swallow that quickly Boy, did they get to the backfield, and Mets Boone. That's 89, Miles Hickman, the main man in, along with Mario Hall.
5: Great surge there. I mean, they just pushed those linemen back. They
4: were, you know, the term that you hear all the time is on skates. It looked like they were on skates. They got blown back. Penny Boone has had quite the run in his last four games. 472 yards off 46 carries. So he's on fire, so that's impressive to stop him there for no gain. Second and ten. They motion Lee to the backfield to the right. Moore's going to fake it to him. Flip it up the middle. It's intercepted at the 35-yard line. And UD is going to have beautiful field position here. Guess who? Miles Hickman steals that away. His second big play in as many games there. He stayed home. I mean, that's what
5: happened. It was It was a play that, you know, Jeremy, if they connect on that, they might still be running. But two plays in a row, as you mentioned, Miles Hickman, Just stayed home. That's an easy interception. And and now the onus is on this Crusader defense. Look, they stopped them first time out. But this is what we talked about. Hey, listen, this offense is going to have to help out uh, this defense because you know the Crusaders are going to get theirs on the offensive side of the ball.
4: Well, Hickman had that big sack last week as well to shove Farmington out of field goal range with six minutes left. That could have been the difference in the game. Two wideouts left, one to the near side. Nate Brown back out there in the gun. Fades back for the snap. Line protects him well. Has to heave it as he gets hit as he throws. Hinton is on the goal line. Juggles it in midair. And he made that catch. Spreads into the yellow end zone right side. Carson Hinton puts a stamp on a huge play with 9.17 to go in quarter. Number one.
5: That was a great ball because Jeremy coming back the other way. The pressure came. You saw the quarterback kind of shuck two guys out of the way, and he put that in a spot that only Carson Hinton could make that catch. Heck of a catch out there. And you can hear the whoa all over this field right now.
4: Xavier Chow in to attempt the extra point. They've had some issues with the snaps at times throughout this season. This one is perfect. The hold is pretty good. The kick is a line drive sputter, but it will ride its way through. Balance of nature score, pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Nine and seventeen to go in the first. U D with a seven-nil lead here on the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature.
13: If you need versatility and high performance in an epoxy coating, look no further than Rust-Oleum's high performance 9100 direct-to-metal epoxy mastic at Cush Paint in Roseville. Instead of multiple coats of epoxy, just one is all you'll need with a 9100 system. Apply it to steel beams, towers, structural steel, concrete floors, conveyors, storage tanks, and more. It also comes in a variety of colors. When ordering Rust-Oleum 9100 system DTM epoxy mastic, mention the Patriot and get 10% off at Cush in Roseville or CushPaint.com.
3: Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on the
4: Patriot. A turnover and a 35-yard strike from Nate Brown to number one Carson Hinson has given UD Jesuit a 7-0 lead with 9-17 still left to play. In quarter number one, Chow into kick this left to right. It's a short kick. Looking to limit the return game here for King is it at the twenty-five yard line. That limit action will not happen as they turn the corner. That's when Weichel, as he hikes his way all the way to the forty-five yard line here before UD is able to stop him just shy of their own territory. But going back to the turnover, it was the interception by Miles Hickman, and then you go for the big play off the turnover more often than not, especially. In a game like this, through the end zone, to Carson, Hinton, kind of juggles it a little bit, but that's an athlete who's going to play Division One football somewhere, and he shows you why. Yeah, quick change—that's what they call it. Let's let's get some quick change after, uh,
5: you know, a, a turnover. So often you see teams try to do that, and certainly it worked out there for the Cubbies.
4: Trips right side here for Dante Moore. He's in the gun with Penny Boone to his right hip. He was taken down for no gain on the first play from scrimmage. In the first tier for King. He's going to jog this one up the middle and right near midfield, just shy of UD territory at the 49 yard line for a gain of four.
5: Boy, is he a good looking running back. That explosive step, he just
4: blows into that hole. And he's, he was certainly a good one last year, but they said, hey, he worked on his quickness this year. He's a little bit more speedy. Yep. And he's been speedy in the state playoffs with tell. nearly 500 yards.
5: Absolutely.
4: So second and six from the King 49-yard line with eight and 35s still left to play here in quarter number one. Twins aside here. Looks down the middle. That's dangerous but incomplete. No real intended target close to that football. Kind of skip free at the 25-yard line between a sandwiching of two UD defenders. It was Hinton and Ricard who were back deep. But thankfully for King, it fell free. It's third and six. Threw off the back foot that time. You know, that's always the dangerous thing. You could
5: see him drop back. The pressure came, and he just kind of threw off the back foot trying to release it. But you have to throw that, you know, to the side, Jeremy. Uh, he threw it in a
4: very dangerous area. So no huddle offense for King as they stare at the sideline. Same formation here with two wide receivers nearly stacked together to the left and right side of the line. They send Lee in motion. That's sent trip's over to that right side. Back to passes. is Moore, has time to throw, a dart down the middle, but that's over the juggling hands of his intended target there, Rashawn Williams, the 6'1", 185-pound senior, cannot haul that one in, and it's gonna be fourth and six. You know, he had
5: uh, Weichel out there as well. You know, there were two guys open out there, near star- side of the field around the 30-yard line, and Jeremy just missed him. Uh, no other way to say that, there were two guys open.
4: Carson Hinton is going to go back deep here for UD. They have struggled on the punt return this year, just 3.8 yards per punt return, and Hinton only has 2.5. Surprising for an athlete like he is. Clock stopped at 8.19. It's 7 Nothing UAD here in the first quarter. Wait, awaiting the long snap, a little high. They adjust fine, and there's no real pressure coming in for the Cubs. It's a fair catch by Hinton at the 21-yard line, and that is where UAD we'll start so you say hey look this is what kind of happened last week for king they went down seven nothing and then they went on top obviously they don't score on their possession after that like we saw in that game but if you're UD you've got to find a way to get a touchdown here and try to what would feel like a comfortable lead in the first
5: this is where you'd like to do that and you'd like to eat a little clock off like it like we talked about in the keys you know uh, the longer you keep this prolific offense off the field, your better chances
4: of winning the game. So Brown out there in the gun. Two wideouts to his right, one to the far side. They keep it on the ground up the middle for Nick Johnson. Kind of zigzags his way across the line, hikes his way up across the 20 and up to the 24 yard line. A solid pickup of nearly three and a half there. You know, I,
5: I looking at these assistant coaches. One of the assistant coaches at UAD is a gentleman by the name of Steve O'Shell. I believe that's the former Wayne State Warrior, Steve O'Shell. Is it? I believe that is. I mean, how many Steve O'Shells are there? That's but, true. Uh, I, I I believe he's over there. I'm going to take a look for him. Pretty darn good linebacker in his day.
4: Yeah, Paris Bennett, a man who attended Syracuse and played some football there. There's also Racineo, a guy who played in college as well. And Rutgers, as this is on the ground again to Nick Johnson, but he is stood up by that defensive front for King. All in his face right away was Blake Bailiff, the 5'11", young sophomore linebacker, that's the guy who's coming on as this state championship run unfolds. What's the old adage? Low man
5: wins. And and Blake went low. And he got in there and blew that play up single-handedly. Here's your third and long situation.
4: Tyrone Spencer talks about him as a guy who kind of accepted his role. He didn't start for his Catholic Central. And he really didn't start consistently until the Catholic Central game. But he said, hey, he handled that well and has played really well down the stretch run for King. It's a third and seven from their own 24-yard line here for UAD. Two targets right, one to the far side. Brown takes the shotgun snap. Rules right, has a man near side. He hits him. That's Carson Hinton on the simple out route. And he kind of just got behind the King defenders. The closest to him was Rashad Hentz, but it doesn't even look like he was covering him on that play. No, and you know what the key is? You got to, when the quarterback's rolling like that, you better
5: put it exactly where he put it or it's going to be an incomplete pass so it was a great pass a, a great route and they found a way to get it done
4: so they gain the first down up to the 39 yard line here on the near hash and ud like sean said they waste no time in getting this play call in. they are a huddle offense for the most part they can go no huddle if they need to two wideouts left one right in front of us on the near side they motion Dorian Mausi to the left to block here for Johnson. He moves that direction. Johnson hits the hole hard, but a really good job by the Crusaders to collapse upon him and only allow a couple-yard gain. It looked like Hence was over in that direction again, maybe with Joe Frazier. You can't hesitate. When, When you run into the far side of the
5: field and you're trying to hit the edge, you can't hesitate at all because a team like King with so much defensive speed, if you hesitate, There's not a chance in Hades that you're going to gain the edge, and you saw that. As it is, it's about a three-yard gain,
4: but it could have been much bigger. So Nate Brown's still in the shotgun here. They want Jeffrey Knight in motion. It's Johnson who gets it up the gun, and there's no running room for him. King was all over that. Evans, along with Eshawn Carter's, Sprinted up the middle for no gain. It's gonna be third and seven. Well, you could see they held
5: him up, and Antoine Evans just came in like a bull in a China shop and grabbed him and fired him back. So here we go, another third and long situation. But the good news is again, Jeremy, they've converted, converted on the last one, an opportunity to do it, and they're running some time off the clock.
4: Yeah, five and nineteen to go here in quarter number one, seven nothing the lead for UD Jesuit. Thanks to the pick and the touchdown on the very next play, 35 yards to Carson Henson. Fades back, looks like they want to pass it to the late handoff instead up the gut for Johnson, and there's just no room for Nicholas. He gains about a yard, but that's well shy of the line to gain. It's going to bring a fourth down and six up to the 42-yard line. Well, you know, Jeremy, you,
5: you want to churn as much clock. as you can right now and you you snap this at the last second to keep that offense off the field but don't forget you got a guy back there in marshawn lee that certainly can hurt you as well in the return department
4: a guy that's fast has good hands really quick returning the football or catching it from the wide receiver spot so chow is into punted away here he averages about 30 yards a punt Camps out at the 30-yard line in between the hash marks here with 4.16 to play. He's going to wait to the very last second to snap this football. He has it now. Pretty good punt as it hangs in the air a long time to the 25-yard line. Spinning back there is Lee, trying to return, and there's just no room for him to do so. The gunners for the Cubs were all over him as they got quickly to the far side. It looked like double three, Spencer Bullock, the senior, was the first man in
5: well exactly four minutes to go here in this first quarter and we just have not seen this uh, Detroit King offense get on track yet I want to go back to the last the last offensive possession Jeremy the plays were there they were there and that young quarterback simply didn't hit him let's see if he can now
4: four minutes left to play in this first quarter seven nothing is the lead for the visiting Cubs here Shotgun formation once again. It's a handoff to Penny Boone. Good stiff arm as he gets to the outside. Eight versus eight that time, and the senior barrels his way to a first down, plows over the 40-yard line, and finally pushed to the bounds into his own bench on the near sideline.
5: Well, great vision. That ball was not supposed to go that direction. He started one direction and then just took off near sideline and just made his own hole. He ran diagonally for a first down. I mean, in essence, folks, that's what happened.
4: That was Christopher McHarris who tried to stop him, but he saw that stiff arm, literally, of Boone, who just zigzagged to his left and gained the first down. They're up to the 42-yard line on the near hash. Two wideouts far inside, one to the near. Moore wants to pass again. Heaves it up near sideline. Two men back for the cut. That's tipped up in the air. Incomplete. Intended for Marshawn Lee. And again, Sean, that one just hovering up in midair. It was Jeffrey Knight. And the man closest to the football, Devon Wright, who had a chance of a pick again. Yeah, just right off
5: the top of Lee's hands. But it hung up there, giving the safety a chance to get over. Double coverage would have been a tough catch by Lee. But the clock stops 3:44 to go here in this first quarter. Second and 10 from their own
4: 42-yard line for King is uh, UD up 7 nothing. Yeah, this is a King offense that almost looks like they're searching for answers at this point here early. That always doesn't last long, though, with a no. team that's so prolific no. as they are. Trips to the right, one to the near side. Boone, get a motion from the left hip to the right hip now more. He's back to pass five yards. A little out route again to the near sideline. He's right at the chains, and he makes that catch for what's going to be probably a first down. It's into the hands of Jamil Croft, Jr., the six-foot-tall freshman.
5: How about that? Freshman to freshman, they need a big first down. Freshman to freshman. And that was a heck of a pass, Jeremy, because it was in that, you find
4: that soft spot. So they're marking it short right now, and now they're eyeballing the chains, and they might bring them out from the far side. No, they're no, going to call no. it short.
5: It was interesting because one official had signaled first down, and the other official said, no, sir.
4: That's Bob Check, your head official here today turn and hand it off to Penny Boone Boone spiraling his way to a first down and more loose out of the pile at the 30 yard line another dancing move right at the 20 still on his feet another spin cycle what a dominant run by Boone into the left side of the end zone you won't see one better this year 254 left and just like that King an extra point away from tying up the ball game
5: Jeremy all I could say was wow I'm sorry to do that in the middle of your call but folks listen He should have been tackled for a loss. He should have been tackled after a gain of two. He should have been tackled after a gain of 10. He should have been tackled after a gain of 20. He should have been tackled inside the 10-yard line. I'm not joking. He just kept churning and running and spinning out of would-be tacklers. That is one of the best runs you'll see.
4: Wow. The extra point is up and good, and just like that, the ball game is tied. Oh, my goodness. 7-7 with 2.54 left, thanks to another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Well, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a full-service financial institution for the Catholic community. This year, the Alliance Catholic Foundation has partnered with the Catholic High School League to offer $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic high school in the 2020-2021 academic year. Their fourth annual Live It Show at It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. And as always, Alliance Catholic makes it fun for students to participate. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA, equal housing lender, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 7-7 with 2.54 left, thanks to maybe the play of the year out of... Penny Boone. Folks, you have got
5: to see a replay of that. If, if somebody's got some video of that, that run was that good. It really was.
4: So this one kicked off of the 40-yard line here. Another squib as it's going to take a halting bounce at the 15-yard line. Returnable here for Jeffrey Knight. He hits the middle and tries to hit the outside. He's across the 20-yard line and scampering his way out of bounds at the 22. He's shoved out there by... Montez Archer and we talked about it Hey, like it was a king team that was kind of reeling a little bit offensively But one play like that can shift all the momentum on your side.
5: Well, and you know what that's you're never out when you're a team This good when, when you have this much talent. You're never ever out of a
4: game so The So U D offense is back out there You gotta find a way to put together a drive and I think so like you said before kill some time as yeah. well
5: well they're gonna warm up and and it certainly looked like penny boone warmed up on that last run
4: two wideouts far side for brown who's in the gun little out route to the near side and that's chris mutebi who's able to haul it in just shy of the 30-yard line for a gain of four mutebi a guy with a long line of brothers nick played on the ud basketball squad got a really Lane nice State? run yeah and then also His brother Cedric was a talented, talented football and basketball player. So it's a good football and basketball family. So he's up.
5: That's a tight ball that Nate Brown just threw, wasn't it? Coming near side, you know, putting it in that spot where only his receiver's going to grab it. Good
4: tight spiral there. It's a good-looking arm. Football's up to the 30-yard line. And as it looked like King was looking to get sets, they're going to get flagged for encroachment here jumped off one that that led to a third and
5: short but the defense was able to stop it Uh, this time this is a a five-yard penalty and that is going to make it second and we're going to call it about 7.2 inches
4: well you and he struggled in this situation when it was third and short i think you just got to worry about getting this first down and then go from there right absolutely a buck 55 left in that running ticker here in the first quarter. 7-7, our score. Two wide left, one to the near side. It's a pitch in the backfield to a man we haven't seen today in Aaron Richard Jr. And he's off to the races across midfield to the 45-yard line A King and finally barreled down at the 40-yard line. How about 18? Sprinting his way into action here tonight. Old school pitch. That's what guys, the old guys like me saw growing up.
5: Late 70s and 80s, old school pitch. Looked like it was going nowhere. He starts left. He reverses course. And there's a heck of a lot of real estate into Crusader territory. And all the way down to Crusader 40-yard line.
4: So this is where they had it. Just five yards in front of where they had it when they intercepted the football. Let's see if they try to go for another long play here with a minute 23 to go. Although you might want to draw this out a little bit more. Two wideouts right. One left here for Brown who's still in the gun. They keep Richard out there after the big play, and this is not looking like a positive play as Jeffrey Knight is in all kinds of trouble, swimming his way behind the line of scrimmage and brought down for a five-yard loss back to the 45-yard line here. You just don't want to go
5: east-west against this team. It seems like every time they've made the decision to go east-west, it it just doesn't work. Knight did nothing but go backwards As there was good penetration, again, sideline to sideline, you're just not going to be able to get the edge. And so you have what you saw there. That's a loss of four.
4: 36 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Still a spread formation for this UD offense. Brown delays the snap here as he looks back to the sideline for a secondary play call. It's Aaron Richard Jr. the running back to his right hip. Toss to him again. He had trouble initially. Gains it well. Bounces off one of his linemen there on his feet. And a twirling motion at the 30-yard line. Looking a little bit like Boone now as he crosses the 30. And up to the 27-yard line. How about Aaron Richard Jr. Gains another first down for UD. Well, you know what? You you took the words
5: right out of my mouth. They were playing a little game of anything you can do, I can do better. He just kept spinning out of would-be hits and refused to go down. It looked like that was going to be a nice game. Uh, on that second and 14, it ends up being a first down run.
4: We have a ball game here in the first quarter. 7-7 to 7 as time expires. UD with the football and the King 29-yard line. We get back in our game of the week on the Patriot. Don't go anywhere.
6: Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time.
3: For most of my life, every year I would get a super sore throat. And then it would go to my head, to my chest, and I'd be sick for two or three weeks. Last fall, I, start, I got the sore throat, and I go, well, let me try this. And I took a
7: whole bunch of capsules of the veggies, in addition to the three and three that I took during the day. The next morning, the sore throat was gone, and I didn't go through that whole routine. And I attribute it to taking nine capsules of the
3: veggies.
6: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT.
3: Listening live to the CHSL Game of the Week.
4: Starting of the second quarter, UD with the football on the King 29 yard line here, shifting personnel. They send trips to the left in a triangle formation. Another pitch this time to Nick Johnson. Johnson hits the left side. Johnson to the 10 yard line, to the pylon, and he will not be denied the end zone here. Wow. Another pitch, their third on this drive. The first to Nick Johnson, and he says hello to the Crusaders here in quarter number two. Well,
5: that's an electrifying 29-yard run, and I, you know what? I'm having flashbacks to Tony Dorsett of the Dallas Cowboys. Do you know how many times I saw Tony Dorsett score on a on a pitch like that, Jeremy? I I think uh, it's safe to say the Crusaders are going to have to make a defensive adjustment because those are massive chunk yardage plays coming on the pitch.
4: Xavier Chow in to attempt the extra point here. He made his first. Missed about nine this year, but Matt Lewis says, hey, it's not been all his fault. There's been some inconsistencies with the holds and the snaps so far this season. He came into play today, 23 for 32 on extra points, and this one's gonna be rocketing through. 11.49 left to play in quarter number two, 14 to seven. Is the lead now for UD, thanks to another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Well, I
5: don't think you're going to see the Crusaders hang their head or anything like that. They know uh, they they have too much talent. They've been through so many wars over the years, no doubt about it. But I can say this. So far, UD has shown that they've come here to play. I mean, they really have. I hate to go into the cliche drawer and pull, pull that out, but you're seeing them, Jeremy, on both sides of the ball make some plays. They better because you know the plays are coming from the Crusaders. It's going to start coming down a waterfall.
4: So 14-7, the lead now for UAD with 11.49, still left to play in quarter number four. Two men back deep for the King Crusaders at the 16-yard line here. It's Rashad Hens and Marshawn Lee. Chow raises up that left hand, goes forward with the right foot, kicks a short one. This one's going to take a bounce at the 25 yard line. Returnable there for Lee. Lee scurries to the left side, finds some space, zigzagging up the middle. A lot of free real estate to his right side, has one man to beat, and finally walloping him down at the 30 yard line in his own territory is Ty Wayne Williams, who saved a touchdown. But what a scurry! by Lee off the short squibbing kick.
5: You know what? I can hear my broadcast partner with Wayne State chuckling right now because he was a returner. You know what happened there? The unthinkable. The kicker slowed him down. You can't let the kicker slow you down. So while the boys are patting him on the back on the sideline, they're also going, dude, the kicker, dude, the kicker. But a, a tremendous explosive return from Lee there.
4: Football spotted at the 31 yard line of action here, and we have a timeout by UD. Probably not a bad scenario. He wants to reel it in, does Matt Lewis on the far side. The comes up 14 7 with 11.40 to play in the first half of play, right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush
10: Paint and Nehez Recruiting concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs Sienna heights university is taking a bold step to remain affordable the siena tuition advantage plan means more price certainty including potentially one tuition price during your time at siena a catholic university located in adrian michigan siena heights also offers scholarships in academics athletics and the arts find out what the siena tuition advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. that's the siena effect
3: Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week.
4: King starts another drive of the UD 31-yard line here. More in the gun. Fakes the handoff up the middle. This one is incomplete to the chains on the far side. Intended there for Whitechell. UD was all over that that time around, though. Did you see who knocked that football down? I believe it was Hinton.
5: I think it was Carson Hinton out there. And, and you know what? He's got to be very careful, Jeremy. Don't try to be a hero and pick, the, knock the ball down because in his earnestness to pick the ball up, it was almost like a tip drill, sure. allowing the receiver a good opportunity to, to make that grab.
4: Second and 10 with 11.32 left to go in a 14-7 game in favor of UD. Shotgun formation still man in motion to the near side. That's the dynamic Lee. He sweeps his way past the... 30-yard line up to the 25 and just a couple yards shy of the first down here
5: boy that young man has zero fear there is not one ounce of fear in his body he is not the biggest guy he is listed at 5 7 and a buck 55 but i'll tell you what he runs like he's 7 foot 8 285 i mean really no fear whatsoever
4: He lines up in the slot left side, and they are going to call it a first down. So the spot was a little shy of where they meant to place it. It's up to the 21-yard line in the near hash of UD here. Trips left. Lee in motion again to the near side. He gets it. Lee pounding his way through. Misses it back with the 10-yard line to the Cubs, and he dances his way into the right side of the end zone. Ouch. It was all Lee in the last three plays and now, again, King an extra point away from tying it back up.
5: It's a track meet right now. I mean, guys on both sides of the field just finding holes and taking off and breaking tackles downfield. And we were just talking about lead. No fear out of that young man. He showed it again. It looked like somebody had his uh, ankles a couple different times. He said, get off me and got down that near sideline.
4: It's another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food. Real nutrition. Whitechow in to attempt the extra point here. The clock frozen at 10.58. 14-13 at the moment. Lee gonna hold here. Puts down a good one, and Whitechow is gonna string it through. So King able to tie up the goal game 14-14. So after King scored their first touchdown, UD had an answer. Let's see what's in the stakes here for UD. Well, and, and it was a quick offense, exactly what we said
5: about King, quick offense. So UD is going to is gonna have to try to churn it out. Hey, who's kidding who, though? With their propensity to make big plays here today, uh, you know, maybe you stick with what's worked for you.
4: Well, I turned to our on-site engineer, Lucas Camariotas, just a couple of seconds ago when we were in break and said, hey, do you have any score updates? And I realize it's not even 7 o'clock yet. Yeah, not even 7 o'clock <laughs> yet. So we will have to wait for scores on our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard a little bit later in our broadcast here tonight. You can tweet at us, at CHSL Go. Again, that's at CHSL Go. Tell us where you're listening from. We know Jim Mancuso is tuned in. He Thanks, Jim. Former UD Jesuit baseball coach now over at Lawrence Tech, assisting Stan Eldridge. So we say hello to him. Anybody else that may be listening in the Crusader faithful or the UD faithful here tonight? And we're going to have a flag. Did they go too early?
5: That's right at the spot of the kickoff, so it looks like that, that might be the case, Jeremy.
4: 10.56 left to play in the second quarter. 14-14 is our score, and they are going to move them five yards back to the 35 yard line here. Just jumped the gun a little bit early.
5: You know the routine. They're going to try to squib it downfield.
4: It's Jeffrey Knights and Aaron Richard Jr. back deep. It was Richard Jr. on the last drive who kind of secured UD right back in this game again. Bounding ball, take a high bounce at the 30 yard line. Henley handled beautifully. For the situation there by Daniel Ledbetter is he's going to move up to the 35-yard line. Or Dylan Ledbetter, I beg your pardon. Wait,
5: Ledbetter, he looked like a, a shortstop yeah. going down there, didn't high he? high hop
4: off the dirt. Is
5: there another flag back there?
4: My goodness, All there right, is. picking it up. Or is that oh, the, just the
5: tee? Might be the tee, thank you. Appreciate that. The tee out there. I'm going, not another flag. boys play, come on now.
4: But he's going to have decent field position here as they start at the 36-yard line in their own territory. Nate Brown trots back out there. He sends two wideouts left, one to the far side. It's Jeffrey Knight and Andre Spivey right in front of us. Brown in the shotgun here with the lone back to his right being Aaron Richard Jr. He sends Knight in motion to the far side. They fake it to him if they want Richard Jr. instead. He scurries on the interior. I'm not going to gain much there. Maybe a yard and a half. Just shy of the 40-yard line is he.
5: Well, good ball protection there as well because you could see that they were really reaching in for that ball. Uh, King would love nothing more than to flip the script right now, get a turnover deep in u uh, and territory and use that quick strike, uh, strike offense to take their first lead of the game.
4: So 10-21 left to play in quarter number two. 14-14 our score. They did give them two full yards up to the UD 40-yard line here. Second and eight. the situation. Cubs break the huddle at the 35-yard line in their white and maroon jerseys. Brown in the gun, sees Knight in motion again. It's a little delayed handoff left side for Aaron Richard. He cuts the Left side hard. He's across the 45 yard line and barrels his way up to midfield for a first down plus three more.
5: Change direction again. Great vision out there. Going counter, came near side of the field, knew where the stick was, got to right where the stick was, and another first down for UAD.
4: 9.50 left to play in half number one. 14 14 tiller, still are scoring. UAD trying to stick with one of the best teams in the state here in King. Ud now driving right to left across your radio dial here in quarter number two. Two wideouts right, one to the near side. Here for the sophomore QB, he's back and faces pressure for the first time and is dragged down deep behind the line of scrimmage at the 39-yard line. Great pursuit by King. You have got to throw that ball away. You have got to
5: throw that ball away no other way to say that Jeremy he knew he had two guys on him you're outside the pocket just throw the ball straight out of bounds got to throw that ball away instead Jeremy he takes a, a an 11 yard
4: loss that's Brennis Williams who came in for the sack there is a guy who started the year at linebacker but since him to defensive end and Tyrone Spencer says hey look he's a little undersized for that DM position, but he makes up for it in his size and strength. And you saw it right there. That's a the sophomore quarterback. He'll learn. Second and 21. Another handoff left side. Richard Jr. spinning off of a couple tackles there. He's able to get back to the original line of scrimmage just over midfield there. So that's going to make it nearly a third and 10 with 8.28 left to go in the second. It is amazing. He is so slickery out there.
5: Uh, there's no other way to, to describe that. It, it's it's slick and slippery.
3: I, I mean, like that. It's, it's
5: slickery. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's just, he's just rolling out a would-be tackler. So they get the 11 back that they lost, but still a third and long situation, not the situation you want to be against this Crusader defense.
4: So third down and 10 to go. The football, the nose of the football right on the white and yellow stripe for midfield here. Brown sends two wideouts right one wide to the near side. That one man in front of us is Carson Hinson. He had the first touchdown catch for UD. And it looks like Matt Lewis wants to talk things over. 7.50 nearly to play here at half number one. It's the 14-14 game in our Game of the Week on the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University.
7: This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at nahezrec.com or nahezrecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot.
3: Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot.
4: Third down and 10 for the UD offense. 746 separating us from halftime here. It's a 14-14 game as a scrimmage from midfield. This is a big play. Nate Brown... In the shotgun, two wideouts, right one to the near side, back to pass a couple of yards, faces pressure, gun slings one to the far side, into double coverage, but right there to make the catch and spinning off tackles and into the end zone is Jeffrey Knight. you got to be kidding me. He spun off a king defender at the 10-yard line and said, hey, I got free space and a touchdown to
5: the right side. What a great read first by the receiver, Knight, because while the... Well, the, both defensive backs were kind of looking at him, and he said, okay, I I got the ball. I'm going to turn around. It looked like he was receiving a punt, Jeremy. And then one man kind of gave up on the play, and he just ran around the other one. Uh, unbelievable.
4: 50-yard touchdown. 7.35 left to play in the second quarter, and it's 20-14. to 14. Here's Chow to attempt the extra point. It's a line driver, but it is through as it booms past... The right upright. Another bounce of nature. Score pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. And if you picked a strategy for UD to be in this game, you could never say it's going to be a shootout and they're competitive or win. But that's what it is right now with 735 to play in the first half. Well, it's
5: the big place. I mean, it really is. It's the big place. And it's, it's interesting, Jeremy, because they keep putting themselves in bad positions. You know, again, second long, third long is not where they want to be. But they found a way to convert on a couple of those. That's a third and 10, 50-yard touchdown pass. Sure. You know, I mean, who saw that coming, right?
4: (laughs) So Knight, Nick Johnson, and Carson Hinson with the three scores today for UD. It's been Marshawn Lee and Penny Boone who've had their own impressive plays in this game for King as well. It's just full of them here in this first half. 21-14 21-14 UD 735 still the play in the second quarter. Chow barreling forward to kick this one off. He's going to send it deep this time. King wasn't expecting this, and like a center fielder going back is number three, Marshawn Lee. Bobbled it at first and takes it in his drive. Going over defenders at the 20-yard line. Piles his way up to the 25 and finally brought down to the turf at about the 30-yard line. Lee making something out of nothing, and that's is where King will start another drive here. Boy, is he fun to watch. Keep your eye on three. He is fun to watch. Uh,
5: We've seen him make some big plays already, including that electrifying touchdown run. Jeremy, we are being treated as some athletes tonight, man. This is the type of game you should
4: charge double for a game like this because there is a heck of a lot of entertainment here tonight. Trips left. One to the near side for Dante Moore, the freshman gunslinger in the gun here. Penny Boone moves from his right to his left hip on the far side. Turn and hand off to Boone. Boone scampers forward. He's across the 30-yard line. Chugs his way to the 35 for a four-yard gain on first down.
5: Nothing fancy there. Just put the head down, drive uh, inside the line. Good surge gives him uh, we're going to call that a gain of about five.
4: They say in the same formation here, it's kuza who is on the stop, an emerging player for this UD squad down the stretch run Boone again switches to the left side of Moore they're gonna fake it to him dart down the middle wide open is King go make the catch at the 30-yard line and they are gonna prance their way into the end zone again it's Lynn Chow, the 5'8 sophomore who makes a big player in the second quarter boy quit 64-yard
5: touchdown I, I, I mean these big plays it's it's incredible um, Jeremy, I think it's safe to say there was a breakdown in coverage somewhere. Sure. Don't know what it was because he was wide open. But I'll tell you what, you're hearing it up here uh, from the staff, uh, from Detroit King, from some of the u people, we are being treated to a show right now. No other way to say that. 21-20, PAT
4: pending right now for King. The man that caught the football is going to attempt the extra point here as well. The clock frozen at 6.45 to go. Marshawn Lee to hold. The snap was a little off. This kick is floating and no good to the left side. UD brought some pressure. Carson Hinton ended up on his backside. He was maybe a reason to disrupt that play, but that will maintain a lead for UD. They lead at 21-20 with 6.45 left. That's another balance of nature. Score pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. What do you think? Have you ever seen the movie Gladiator? Are you familiar with Gladiator
5: with Russell Crowe? A little bit. That is your profile picture, is it not? Or no? Uh, no, that is actually Braveheart. Okay. But nice job. Okay. Yeah, on, on Twitter, <laughs> yes. That is Stephen the Irish from Braveheart. But there is a line in in Gladiator from Russell Crowe where he said, Are you not entertained? Oh, yes. This yeah. is entertaining right now. That's. This is very, very entertaining right now. You're talking about athletes on both sides of the field that are making some plays at a great venue down here in Detroit. Just a
4: fun, fun night so far. you trying to be a voice actor now or what? No, <laughs> I could never do that. <laughs> 6.45 left to play in the second quarter, 21-20 UD. This is a bouncing ball. Goes through the legs that time of Aaron Richard, and that's going to go for a touchback. It did not touch him in the end. So if that dribbles out, that's a safety. But. Absolutely. Absolutely. UD catches a break. They'll get this football on the 20-yard line here and ask what happened. We just scored, but King put it right back on it, on us, and uh, we'll have to answer again.
5: This is amazing. It's a real fun time. You know what I've
4: noticed? Take, take a look on
5: the nearest sideline. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of these young people out there. They got their shorts on and everything right. <laughs> They're heroic about an hour ago, right? Look at them all huddled around the heater, yeah. trying to get their legs warm, trying to get their hands warm. It's cold out here.
4: I have double socks on, like four layers, a warm coat, and they're out there in shorts. <laughs> yeah. Two wideouts left side, one of the far, another pitch in the backfield. That's been working of late. It's Aaron Richard Jr. who started that trend, and he gets the football here. He's able to spin his way forward for maybe a half-yard gain, but a good job of the King defense to converge upon him quickly.
5: Yeah, just stretched it out this time. It, you know, the defense stretched it out. They ran uh, short side of the field. There's no edge
4: to be had short side of the field. Give them a gain of one. So that stops the clock at 16-16. Second and nine. Now they're going to wind the clock, actually, as the football is up to the 21-yard line here on the near hash. UD setting two wide receivers left, one to the far side here for Nate Brown. Delayed handoff. They want to keep it in the hands of Richard Jr., but again, King is going to stop him right away. Three or four Crusaders driving him back. It looked like leading the charge was Blake Bailiff once again. Forward progress is going to get him about two yards, so it's going to bring up a third and a short seven. Well, they tried to sell pretty hard the, the jet sweep
5: tonight, and the Crusaders weren't buying. And so Not a lot of room up there, another gain of one, another third and long for UAD. But fret not, if you're just joining us, they've converted on a few uh, big third and long here tonight. They're going to have to do another one, though, deep in their own territory. Clock running 5.15 to go here in a very entertaining first half of football.
12: And the
4: last one ended up in a 50-yard tense down to... Jeffrey Knight who razzle dazzled as well. They're back to pass on a third and seven. Rolling out extreme right there is Brown. Escapes the pocket in some pressure, and he's going to go down about a yard behind the line of scrimmage. Boy, did King stay with him and make sure they drove him to the turf right away. Jalen Reed in there to do some of the dirty work. Also in the vicinity was Randy Winnis, and that's going to bring up a fourth and about six. Well, that's great coverage
5: downfield. You know, I mean, the quarterback had no... Choice but to do that, Jeremy. Uh, you're busy watching the play. I get the benefit of watching what's going on downfield. Great coverage downfield. Give the Crusaders credit. So I think Brown saw that and said, "Well, I'm going to try to get what I can with my feet."
4: So Xavier you Chow into punt for the third time here today. His last one had really good hang time. 418 and counting to go in this first half. 21-20 UD looking to kill down as much time as they can before they snap this football. King's going to take a timeout? Yes, they will. They want to uh, discuss things here as they had. The dynamic Marshawn Lee back at the 45-yard line there. What do we have coming up at the halftime, Jeremy? Yeah, so we're going to talk about some <laughs> of the other games tomorrow in our Ciena University. you. That Thank you. That's, that's That's what you call a tease, right? Thank you, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about uh, this first half. We'll Who's talk about the going to be in the games. studio? So Brendan Johnson and Gus Vanderdunk, maybe yes. even out of Lodi, will uh, join never the met party. I've Gus. How is Gus? Is he a fine young lad? Oh, yes, okay. for sure. He used to be a coach last year on this very UED team. He's been helping us out the drive home throughout the year so gus. he played at de la Salle. he was an offensive lineman there so welcome aboard gus Some good knowledge of the league he led our picks in week one he still leads it he's tied with Chandon I for the top right now
5: yeah what happened i was in second did i bomb last week a little bit thanks that's really nice <laughs> just a little yeah i was in second i was one game behind gus i must have <laughs> bombed last week <laughs>
4: Chow into punt it away now after the timeout here. The clock frozen at 4.08. UD still with a one-point advantage. Awaiting the long snap, here it comes. It's helmet high. Chow faces a little bit of pressure, and this is as high as the light tower is. Sky high. Calling for the fair catch is Marshawn Lee at the 42-yard line, emphatically waving his right and left arms. So King with some good field position again to start it here with... Four minutes to go. UD's defense got to come up with a stop here.
5: Well, pay no attention to that 401. We know the lightning quick offense that that King has. That doesn't mean anything. Four minutes or anything like that. The question is, you know, uh, Jeremy, right now, how quick will it take to, to for them to score? Will UD have time left? The way that this first half is gone, it's it's really has been a first half uh, punctuated by the massive plays.
4: Trips to the right here. It's a pass right side for Rashawn Williams. He's looking to dance after the play here. He bottles his way across the 40 and up to about the 43-yard line here. UD converging upon him pretty quickly. It's Nick Johnson along with Ty Wayne Williams closest to him on near sideline to limit his gain to two.
5: Clock continues to run. 45-yard line inside. 3:30 uh, to go by the time they they snap. They're still looking to the sidelines, Jeremy. Uh, looking in that play. This uh, you need to remind yourself. Freshman quarterback Dante Moore now lining up in the slot himself.
4: How about that? Penny Boone gonna take the Wildcat snap here. Trips to the left. One to the near side. That man is Mercier in motion. He's going to act as a running back to Boone. He fakes the handoff, takes it in the Wildcat, dashes by a defender at the 45 yard line, and he's off to the races to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, and into the left side of the end zone. Wow, Penny Boone taking the Cubs to school, and King able to gain a lead. Another highlight, real play. I mean, that's
5: two for Penny Boone this game. I mean, the first touchdown by Penny Boone. What was just epic there's no other way to say it but that wildcat run you know what he made one juke and he just outran everybody else another massive play though chunk yardage 55
4: yard touchdown 259 remaining and half number one it's now 28 21 in favor of King Wow yikes my challenge into attempt the extra point here the holder is Marshawn Lee. UD looking to send some pressure as they miss their last, and this one will sky its way up and through. 27-21, the lead for the home squad now for the first time here today. In Detroit Martin Luther King, 2.59 left to go and half number one here on the Patriot. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on social media? Search CHSLGO on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you could hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSLGO on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and AM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit. Under three minutes left to play in this adventurous first half. King has their first lead 27 to 21. They'll kick off to UD, left to right into the crisp November air. This one taken out at the 15 yard line. It's Knight who made a play earlier for the last touchdown for UD. He spirals forward about a seven yard return up to the 26 yard line just inside the numbers and now UD looking for an answer it's felt like King has kind of had to answer the bell of the Cubs offense but right now UD needs an answer with just under three minutes to go in this first half
5: well and and you know what lest we forget they're they're going to start on offense are these Crusaders uh, to start the second half as well Uh, this is what we talked about the shock and awe Uh, what they did to a very good Franklin team uh, last week uh, really speaks volumes. That's that's what they do. There's no panic on this side of the field. They've been there They've done that
4: So Brown is back out there in the gun two wideouts to his left one of the far side here He turns and hands it off directly to Nick Johnson. He tries to spin, but there is no Room for him to venture boy was king all over that 53 Justin Howard the six foot tall 275-pound junior defensive lineman said Absolutely not for a two-yard loss.
5: Now, this is trouble time now, Jeremy. This is, you know, especially if you give the ball over at this late juncture with 225 to go, uh, you're, you're really risking some trouble. That's why I think the smart play here is to milk the clock. You don't, you don't want to give the ball back. It's second and long now, second and 13. You don't want to give the ball back with any time on the clock here in this first half.
4: Football marked just to the right of the near hash at the 25-yard line of UD. They send Knight in motion. Want to keep it on the ground again to Johnson. He tries to swerve behind the line in a little half circle motion there. But again, King right there to greet him. Antoine Evans, the linebacker, says hello that time. He gains a couple yards back. There's still one full yard in front of the original line of scrimmage. And we have a man down here for King. It's third and 11.
5: I think that's Brennis Williams. I thought I saw 25 down there. He's a 5'9", 225-pound uh, senior linebacker. I believe that was 25. So he, he started to get up, and then he, he, he went down. So um, we'll check what that's all about momentarily.
4: So he is down on the 27 yard line here and it looks like he's gonna be able to hobble off under his own power the scoreboard went out in the right corner of the end zone here for King so they're trying to deal with that as well Jeremy out alongside Chom Belizean to bring you the call here tonight in their Catholic League game of the week a uh, game of the week or Detroit first Detroit matchup here as UD takes on King now they're going to have to figure out how much time was on the clock because there's 15 minutes, like a new game with zeros on each side right now. It
5: was about two minutes. I don't know exactly, but yeah. it was about two minutes. Now they're saying
3: 145.
5: So there you go. Young man is up, seems to be no worse for the wear. On the near side of the field.
4: So 27-21 is the score in favor of King. UD has the football with a third and 11 situation here on their own 29-yard line. So UD still huddling, and the official is trying to break up that huddle right now as the injury timeout is over and the clock delay is over as well. It was brandon honorable it was down no it was,
5: sorry my, my apologies it was 25 Brandis williams it was down but i was looking uh brandon honorable is out he's a 6-7 uh player who's out standing next to the 5-7 marshawn lee <laughs> on the near sideline <laughs>
4: that's a sight yeah that is a sight trip to the right side up the middle run for nick johnson but like the last three plays right there are the Crusaders. Montez Archer makes his stop as he crosses the 30-yard line here. So he's past the original line of scrimmage plus about three more yards as they put it all the way up to the 31. So they're going to have to punt this away, Sean.
5: Well, and that's exactly what we were talking about. This is not the position that you want to find yourself in. You had a heck of a half. You know, you're only down six right now. But you're about to give the ball back to a team that can show it can score like that. And, oh, by the way, that team also gets the ball to start the second half. So right now you're kind of going, "Uh uh-oh, if you're the Cubbies a little bit.
4: 27-21, a buck 19 to play here in this second quarter. The game has kind of come to a halt after we saw those Back and forth scores, the big plays by both of these two teams. And now it almost feels like UD is holding on, like Sean said. Xavier Chow is in to punt this away at the 16-yard line. The lone man back deep is Marshawn Lee, who's made some plays here today for Detroit King. Chow. Awaiting the long snap here. It's a little bit to his left. There's some pressure that comes from King. It was Joe Frazier who puts those big paws in front. And this one's going to roll past the 40, curve its way back, and be marked out, in fact, at the 45-yard line, I beg your pardon. It's t- tough to see.
5: That's the smart play. Don't don't cook it anywhere near that kid. Sure. At this late juncture, don't kick it anywhere near it. That You know what? You you, you set them up around the 50-yard line, but you don't take the chance of giving up that lightning Fast uh, kick return.
4: So forty-six, the forty-six, I should say, of King is where the football is placed here on the near sideline. Two wideouts bunched together in tight to the line as they send lead to the backfield here. Fake the handoff to Boone. It's a. Slinging short pass to Rashawn Williams down the middle. Williams going to work. He's across midfield into UD territory at the 45-yard line and all the way down to the 32.
5: Well, that's why he's one of the best players in the state. 6'1", 185 pounds, and he left a trail of bodies down the field on that short screen.
4: And now there's a man down for UD. King was trying to force the issue with 56 seconds left to play here in this half, and you, would he going to burn the timeout?
5: Devin Wright. Uh, you could see he was he was hampered at the end of that run, and then he tried to tough it out, and and then as they were lining up, you you saw him go down. But uh, Jeremy, in fairness, he was kind of hampered at the end of that run. Took a big big shot uh, from number thirteen, Rashawn Williams.
4: So they attend to him at the 30-yard line here with 56 seconds left. It's 27-21. All the other games around the state just beginning to start because most of them are 7 p.m. kicks, but there's some we're certainly watching here tonight. Jeremy out alongside Sean Belichian to bring you the call. Here today, Brendan Johnson is awaiting back in our WTTK's and studios in Ferndale along with Gus Vanderdonk to talk to us at halftime. And I believe they are waiting back there. Brandon, what do you have coming up in that uh, Siena Heights University halftime report? Hey, Jeremy
1: and Sean, good to hear from you guys. And you, well, you know, the big thing is how about UD Jesuit hanging on here in this football game and I uh, would love to keep it just a one-score game at minimum going into the halftime break, but you know, Jeremy, you and I both had a chance to talk with Coach Lewis, and I know Gus has talked to a couple of UED coaches as well. They were ready for this week, and it's, uh, it's
4: exciting to see them hanging in. For sure, back to action here. Trips to the left as Dante Moore fades back, has a little out, out to the near sideline. His man, Rashawn Williams, makes the catch for the second play in a row. As he kind of shimmy shakes his way up to the 21-yard line for the first down with 41 ticks left to play. In quarter number two.
5: Well, he's going to haunt people when he hits the Big Ten. I mean, there's no, no doubt about it. He is going to haunt people. This is a pretty darn good player, electrifying player, wearing number 13, Rashawn Williams. That
4: was a guy who turned down local offers and said, hey, I want to play at Indiana. I want to create a local pipeline. To Indiana is 7-2 right now. Absolutely. Trip to the left. Back to pass again is Moore. Doesn't face much pressure here. As a man wide open down the middle of the end zone who makes the catch for the touchdown. Lynn Whitechow with his second score in a row. And just like that, King up two touchdowns with 36 seconds left in this first half.
5: Well, this was the worst case scenario. You and I talked about this a couple minutes ago, that if you're U and D, you just want to hold on to the ball, try to milk as much of the clock as you can. You don't want to give the ball back with any time on the clock because you're going to see what we
4: just saw. Sure. Three
5: plays, they go all the way down the field, and, and just like that, they're an extra point away from making this a 13-point game.
4: Another balance of nature score in simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. So Wytel again is in to attempt the extra point. He's missed one here tonight. UD's sending some pressure. That's going to boink off the... Right side of the upright, so no good. His second missed extra point here today. Re- keeps the score at 33-21 to 21 with 36 seconds left. Check a quick score on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Chelsea is up 7 nothing over Allen Park. The one score we've received so far. We'll continue to get those as the night goes on. Lucas Kamari-Otis always helping us out with that. Our on-site engineer, Brian Belosky, back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale tonight as well.
5: Still 36 seconds remaining here. It's only a 12-point game, but, Jeremy, I'm with you. You, you, just, you. you have a feeling that this is starting to swing mm-hmm. heavily in the home team's direction.
4: This is going to go down as the highest scoring game between these two teams you would think at least since 1960 when you can track it
5: 19 straight points for King now is they were down 21 to 14 and they've scored three straight touchdowns only hitting on one of those conversions though
4: Williams into tee this up Knight, and Johnson back deep here for UD And Knight looking to turn the corner on the far side. He's in all kinds of trouble. He's moving backwards now, though, at the five-yard line, and a flag comes out. Is that a face mask?
5: Boy, Knight ran about 15 yards backwards, first laterally and then backwards, and he was ripped down at about the 10-yard line, but it's a face mask call against King, and it's one of those he didn't have to do it because there were so many Crusaders around him uh, but they're going to move that, that up from the spot of the foul, and that should be a first down up above the 25-yard line.
4: So UD with one timeout remaining, 26 seconds to work with, and a 33-21 to 21 lead right now for King. Let's see where they spot this football. Looks to be up to the 25. Down the middle of the field here as UD moves right to left in this second quarter. The running back who trots out there with Brown is Aaron Richard Jr. Two wideouts to his right one to the far side. It's a low snap. Another pitch into the hands of Richard Jr. He scatters near the interior after bouncing to the outside. And just not much room for him there. It's about five yards on the play. And with 12 seconds left, they might just let it tick down here in the first half. That's exactly what they will do. So lots coming up in our Siena Heights University halftime reports. Brendan Johnson and Gus Vanderdonk will take over on the flip side of this break. Come back here at the field and take a look at some of the games tomorrow. And then Gus and Brendan will wrap it up with Aiden Thompson of the Cubs sportscast. That more is coming up next right here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week
3: on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature
6: balance of nature changing the world one life at a time
5: You know, i've always been high energy you know just going 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 and i turned 40 last november and i just i was tired all the time and now taking the balance of nature i just feel good you know I, I have energy when i get home to still wrestle with my kids and do the honeydews at home Nice. I can tell that it just restored
4: me to feeling normal, which is great.
6: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800 Seven five one, or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT.
4: This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Socialism's been tried so many
11: times by so many different people, large groups of people, small groups of people, it always fails. Always. Just take a look at San Francisco, Los Angeles, where they've been under socialism for a longer time than we here in Michigan. And uh, it's, it's
3: distressing. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. The Siena Heights University Halftime Show is next.
6: Is your daughter in grade school and thinking about high school? Choosing the right school is one of the most important decisions you can make. Now is the time to decide which high school will set your daughter on her path to excellence. Regina High School is your answer to preparing your daughter for college and beyond. For 60 years, Regina has been empowering young women in a faith-based environment to succeed. Visit us online at reginahs.com. That's reginahs.com, and learn what 60 years of experience can do for your daughter's future.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University.
1: We welcome you back here to the Catholic League Game of the Week. High school football playoffs. It's the week of the regionals. Here are our Catholic League game of the week. Detroit UD Jesuit taking on Detroit Martin Luther King at Martin Luther King. Brendan Johnson, Gus Vanderdunk here in the WDTK studios for the Siena Heights University halftime show. And coach, we're looking at this game, and you coached a lot of those Cubs that are playing on the field tonight with those coaches on the UD sideline. We knew they would be prepared for this game we didn't know how well they would match up just in terms of King having so much talent and being a state champion favorite. UAD, though, did a real good job of hanging in there despite finding themselves trailing by a couple scores here at halftime.
0: Yeah, I, I think it, it is a little concerning uh, at the end of the half. Um, we haven't seen a team play this well against UAD's defense all season, really. Um, they shut down teams in the double-A. And even the Central Division teams mm-hmm. did not put up very many points against them. So I'm a little worried that this defense might be a little bit worn out for being on the field so much in the first half. You know, it's something
1: that you talk about how you look at the Central Division teams and Catholic Central, they had a halftime lead. De Salle. they were only down 7 to nothing. And the Brother Rice game, I don't remember what the halftime score was, but it was a competitive football game. We knew going into this matchup tonight, hey, UD's not out of it. Right, it's it's going to be cold. UAD is used to playing physical football teams; they hit hard, and, and they're going to have a chance. But Detroit King had been playing some really good football too. Got to give credit to UAD's defense early in this game, but King's starting to show maybe why they're a projected favorite here in Division Two. Yeah, we
0: all we all knew UAD couldn't win in a shootout, and I think the sort of the shock factor of some of the big plays that we saw early on made us sort of think differently, but we saw at the end of the half, the UD offense is not made for quick strike football. They want to have the ball and control the clock and that's how you beat a team like King Mm -hmm. that can score so quickly.
1: So UAD trailing by a couple scores here at halftime. It's the only Catholic League game going on tonight and I don't want to steal too much because Jeremy put together a real nice segment where he's going to talk about all of the upcoming games tomorrow. uh, Several Catholic League games that is but for U of D to be at this point, to win their first district title since 2013 and to be playing a competitive football game with Detroit King, it's still a really impressive job by Coach Lewis and that coaching staff.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really showed how far the program has come in just a season. You know, programs take years to build and U of D is not there where they want to be quite yet, but this is definitely a big start in pushing them towards the right direction of being competitive every year in the Central Division. So the score is 34-21, Detroit
1: Martin Luther King leading Detroit U of D Jesuit, halftime regional football playoffs of our Siena Heights University halftime show. And as you start to to kind of break down that first half, Gus, what do you think the biggest adjustments that Coach Selkevich on the defensive end uh, is going to make for the Cubs? Well,
0: he, he's he got to limit big plays. They have to keep the ball in front of them. They cannot continue to give up these these – these quick strike, you know, 70-yard, 60-yard plays mm-hmm. because their offense just can't score enough points to keep up with that.
1: It'll be really interesting to see what U of D does coming out of the locker room. And, of course, the big fear would be that King's able to pull away with some halftime momentum. So we'll keep an eye on that. Any prediction for
0: the second half? Uh, I, I do think King will win, but I, I think it will stay so it will stay a tight game.
1: Competitive. The Cubs trying to keep it competitive 34-21, our score here at halftime. The Siena Heights University Halftime Show continues when we get back here on the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint
10: and Nahez Recruiting. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs, Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect.
7: This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nehas Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at nahezrec.com or nehasrecruiting.com. Nehas Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot.
6: Hey, Warrior fans. Join us as your Wayne State women's basketball team has their first home games of the season. The Warriors will take on Wright State Lake on Thursday, November 21st at 7 p.m. and will face off against the Tippin' Dragons on Tuesday, November 26th at 7 p.m. inside the Eye. Tickets are available online and at the ticket booth. Make sure you visit WSUAthletics.com for all your game day information. Bring the noise this season. Go Warriors!
3: You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week,
11: only on The Patriot. There is a new movement that's called anti-natalist, people who regret that they were born. Yes, my friends, I remember Chesterton. People stop believing in God. They don't believe in nothing. They believe in anything. That is the world in which we live at this time. Bizarro. But the good news is the Happiness Hour follows that on the next Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager, weekdays
3: at noon on The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University.
4: Welcome back to our Siena Heights University Halftime Report. Jeremy Otto back with you here. Now time to check scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard as we take a peek around the league and you see nothing else besides this game here today between the University of Detroit Jesuit and Detroit Martin Luther King. But we have a great, great slate of games tomorrow. We're really looking forward to watching those and kind of seeing if more than one team, maybe two or three, can make it to the state semifinal. Next week. So first up, we'll take a peek at Detroit Loyola and Cass City. Kind of two teams and two separate situations. Cass City's had a great year. Ten and one coming into play tomorrow. Detroit Loyola kind of sneaking into the playoffs at four-and-four. Four. John Callahan coaching them up well in the state tournament run, though. He has wins over Detroit Central. That was twenty-six to twelve in the pre-district game. And then sixteen to nothing last week over Madison Heights. Madison and when you look at it through and through, when those Catholic League teams sneak in at 4-4 four four, in the case of Loyola because they've played one less game because of the bye they had earlier this year, or 5-4 and four, like we've seen in De La Salle in the past, Orchard Lake St. Mary's at times, those teams will often make a run because they've been so challenged in the Catholic League slate that, hey, maybe they didn't pick up as many wins as they could have or would have liked to but all you have to do is get in, and I trust John Callahan will have his team ultra-prepared tomorrow, and that should be a a good game uh, against a tough opponent. Orchard Lake St. Mary's and River Roos, two 10-1 teams battling for probably one of the best games in the state tomorrow, also kicking off at 1pm will be on the air for Wayne State University football at that time. Certainly join my partner Sean Belisian for that one uh, as they wrap up their regular season versus Grand Valley State, but Orchard Lake obviously a little bit more tested in terms of the schedule. I think everyone um, in terms of the media believes that. But leave no doubt, River Rouge is going to give them a tough battle tomorrow. And that's an Orchard Lake team that's kind of cruised in the last couple games. It was maybe a little tighter than people anticipated. Flint Kersley was able to put up 26 points uh, versus them last week in a 54-26 to 26 final. Um, but in the end, that should be a solid contest. Rouge also in the similar situation. They had a 53-0 win over Detroit Mumford in the pre-district and a 35-8 win over Redford Thurston in the district final last week. So that is one to watch. And then our final game the Catholic League slate is Royal Oak Shrine and Fowler. Oscar Olenicek doing a really, really good job to lead his team to a regional here. And they were able to beat Britton Deerfield, the team that they lost to in the regular season by a score of 30 to 14. They beat them 23 to six last week. And you talked to coach O after that game in the regular season, he said, Hey, look, the bus ride kind of distracted us. We weren't ready for what they showing. They showed about 10% of the plays that we saw on film. So they, they made up 90% of what they did against us. He was prepared and led his team to a nice victory. And now they take on a Fowler squad, who on the other end is gonna be a tough opponent as it seems like every Catholic Play School has this week. They're ten and one. They have wins over Auburn Hills, Oakland Christian forty-six to six, and Flint Beecher, the team that beat Everest Collegiate in the first round as well, twenty-one to twenty. So plenty of those games really have a lot riding behind them as all these teams look to make it to the state semifinals, and it certainly wouldn't be a surprise to see one, two, three, four teams make it to next week. Not sure if you know this, but you can check PatriotDetroit.com every week, not only for our schedule, announcement, and which game we're going to cover, but also our Game of the Week staff has been doing picks all throughout the state playoffs. So in this game, Gus VanderDock and the Drive Home Show had Detroit King. Chad Bush, one of my broadcast partners, had UD Jesuit. I had Detroit King here today. Sean Belisian, my broadcast partner here tonight, had Detroit King. Brendan had King as well, and out of Had Detroit King in the other games. In Division 3, everybody, Gus, Chad, myself, Sean, Brendan, Adif, all had Orchard Lake St. Mary's. In the Division 7 game, Detroit Loyola at Cass City. Gus takes Loyola. Chad has Cass City. I have Loyola as well, along with Sean and Brendan. And Adif takes Cass City. In terms of the D8 game, Fowler at Shrine, we talked about that. Gus will take Fowler along with myself, Sean, and Adif. And then Brendan and Chad want... The Knights of Royal Oak Shrine. So you can check those picks on PatriotDetroit.com. See what our standings are coming into this week. Gus, myself, and Chad Bush are all tied at the top at ten and five. Gus had a really good start last week. Sean's at nine and six. Brendan with the same mark. And Adif, the reigning champion, struggling a little bit right now. What's going on? Adif seven and eight is his record for the first two weeks of our high school football picks on PatriotDetroit.com. We're looking forward to our second half of play in this Detroit vs. Detroit matchup after this on our Siena Heights University Halftime Report right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The
3: CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by... Alliance Catholic Credit Union,
10: and Siena Heights University. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting Siena Heights. Dot edu, That's the Siena effect.
0: This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. You're listening to the CHSL
3: Game of the Week, only on The Patriot.
1: Is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the
12: value and values of educational athletics.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Sienna Heights University.
1: Now we welcome you back to the Halftime Show, as mentioned, brought to you by Siena Heights University. UD Jesuit trailing Detroit Martin Luther King by a couple scores here in our Catholic League Game of the Week. Now joining us here on the Patriot is Aiden Tomsich. He is the student broadcaster for Detroit U of D Jesuit. And Aiden, your Cubs are fighting hard in this game. How about you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what you saw out on the field in the first half?
14: Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. And what I saw from the Cubs was very much unlike what I've seen from this whole entire year. Uh, normally the Cubs defense has normally carried the team, and especially today this offense has been super explosive with those two huge catches by Jeffrey Knight and Carson Hinton, and Nate Brown putting the ball right on the money and even Aaron Richards, the junior running back, really stepping up in the injury of senior running back Nick Johnson. But, I mean, MLK, we know that their offense is super explosive, and that's really been shown today with these just one plays of many yards. The Cubs defense has struggled to stop them.
1: So, Aiden, something that we were talking about here in studio is how good the U of D defense has been all year long. Really, nobody's been able to move the ball like Detroit King has against that UVD defense. The Cubs are going to have to make some adjustments in the second half. What have you seen that maybe the Cubs can adjust to try to slow down that offensive attack for the Crusaders?
14: I mean, really, the Crusaders have been relying on the running game with their very excited running back, Penny Boone, the Maryland commit. I, I, the Cubs, they got to put more men in the box, and they really got to first stop the run to then control the freshman quarterback from King, Dante Moore, and get coverage better on the MLK wide receivers.
1: So again, the score 34-21. Martin Luther King leading Detroit UD Jesuit here in our Catholic League Game of the Week. Sienna Heights University halftime show right now. And Aiden, I want to thank you so much for coming on with us. Again, the student broadcaster at UD Jesuits. So Aiden, thanks so much. The Cubs looking to regain the lead and win this football game in the second half. We'll be back here on The Patriot. The CHSL
3: Game of the Week on The Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature.
5: Hey, Warrior fans, don't forget your home for Warrior football right here on FM 1015 AM 1400 The Patriot. The season finale this Saturday, 1245, over in Allendale, Michigan. The Warriors take on their in state rivals, the Grand Valley State Lakers. Josh Ranell and I will have the call for you, 1245, pregame show. One o'clock kickoff right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, the Patriots
10: concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs Sienna heights university is taking a bold step to remain affordable the siena tuition advantage plan means more price certainty including potentially one tuition price during your time at siena a catholic university located in adrian michigan siena heights also offers scholarships in academics athletics and the arts find out what the siena tuition advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. that's the siena effect Now,
3: the second half kickoff on the Patriots CHSL football game of the week.
4: Well, whatever your plans for the holidays, Alliance Catholic Credit Union wants to make sure you celebrate the season in style. Whether your way of celebrating is a new home, a new truck, a family vacation, maybe just taking care of some odds and ends, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has a loan for you. And to celebrate the season, they're offering special rates, including a limited time introductory rate and a home equity line of credit and a low rate helping hand loan. At Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than great rates and the latest features. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. To find out all the ways you can celebrate the season in style with Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 33 to 21 is the halftime score as we venture closer and closer to this third quarter in favor of Detroit King. And they're looking for another touchdown here, and it almost feels like a commanding lead at that point, Sean.
5: Yeah, that's exactly. You know, so many big plays, I think, both teams. But you saw King kind of pull away and make it easy those last couple of drives. I, you know, Jeremy, just to remind everybody. This was a 21-14 game, and then 19 straight points. And it wasn't just the 19 points. It was the way they did it. I thought the last drive in particular, just before halftime, if I'm not mistaken, it was three plays. It was chunk play, chunk play, touchdown. That seemed to take the life out of UAD, get an opportunity at halftime to, I don't know, get resuscitated, if you will, but just so much talent on this home side. It's so hard to say... Player of the game right now because so many guys have made big plays, but certainly the c- clubhouse leader is uh, Penny Boone, a young man heading to Maryland. He has been outstanding today. Uh, honorable mention, Marshawn Leeds made some big plays, and late in that first half, Rashawn Williams made some big plays.
4: So UED will kick this one off. I'm going to take this at the 45 yard line because of a penalty at the end of that first half of play, which I'm not sure we saw. Maybe that was coming off the field. Bounding ball back to the left side of the end zone, and taking that right in the end zone there is the aforementioned Marshawn Lee, so it's going to be a touchback here for King, and with 12 minutes set on the clock for this third quarter, they'll take the football back and send Dante Moore back out there the freshman who doesn't look like one huh no
5: you know what he even uh he shook off a little rust early on here today as well jeremy i mean let's be honest he he had some uh meh passes early to start this game but then after that uh they got her going and boy when they got her going it it, it started to go downhill there's no other way to say that
4: so king sending more and Boone into the backfield here in the shotgun formation trips to the right for Dante Moore. He moves left to right in this third quarter. Man in motion to the far side. That's Lee. Watch out for him. Lee receives the football. Trying to pound his way past the line of scrimmage, but UD says no that time. The defensive front pushing him back. Miles Hickman, Mario Hall, and Dorian Mausi all there to greet him right away for a gain of two only.
5: Yeah, minimal gain there. Tried to stretch it out. Could not get that edge again. This big play offense, you've seen them attack in, in so many different ways. You know, whether it be trying to set the edge, whether, whether it be trying to set up that screen up the middle that they've had a lot of success with.
4: They send trips right side now. Again, in motion here is Lee. They want to thread it up the middle. That's incomplete. Lynn Whitechild, the intended wide receiver. If he caught that football, he was gone. There is... A flag down at the line of scrimmage here.
5: You know, there's another guy. He has been so dangerous today. Uh, let's let's not forget Lynn Weichel. Yeah. Uh, just a sophomore. He's been so dangerous. A legal man, uh, the call on Detroit Kings. So that'll back him up five, turning that second and eight into a second and 13. Unless they decline. They did decline. 20, so it still remains a third and eight. 20, 20, 20.
4: It's not a bad call at that point, I guess. You're trying to get them off the field as quickly as you can if you're UD here. Croft Jr. going to sub in now for Mike Miles at the wide receiver spot. He sent trips to the right, two to the far side here for Dante Moore. The loan back to his left is Penny Boone. Moore shouting out the signals to the offensive line as he looks left and right. Boone switches to the right hip here. Back to passes more. Has plenty of time. Darts it down the middle. It's the same man. He's wide open again. Lynn Wychell spinning like a top after Elijah Ricard met him. But that's enough for a first down plus Moore.
5: You know what? He just had a step on right card, and it's all he needed was just that step on right card. A well thrown ball and a first down all the way up to the forty-three yard line. And isn't this just like Detroit King? You're like, okay, we got him third and eight. We we stuffed him a couple times. And that a big chunk play like that.
4: Football's up to the 43-yard line now, just in front of the far hash. Turn and hand it off to Penny Boone. Boone, not going down as there was contact right at the line of scrimmage, but he does what he does best. They're kind of spinning out of the tackle and finally bringing him down after a gain of about five. Is Ty Wayne Williams just shy of midfield at the 49?
5: Boy, just you know, I look at that guy. He is six foot one,
4: 220 pounds
5: right now. Uh, You wonder how big he is going to get when he heads to to Maryland.
4: Justin White, one of the backup running backs. The junior is into the game for the first time. Penny Boone takes a blow. It's a man who's had nearly 600 yards over his last five games through this state championship stretch. A turn and give to White. He moves up the cup just to the left of midfield, diving into UD territory. Another gain of two, so this is going to be a third and a long two. Here with ten minutes exactly left to go here in the third. Boone subbing back in. Looks like they're going to keep both of them out there. White thought he was going to chug up the field, but they'll send Jamil Croft Jr., the wide receiver, off instead. Big third down here. Go through their offensive play calls, and they're going to go to the I formation for the first time today. First time that Dante Moore has not been in the shotgun. UD trying to adjust third and three. Looks like they're going to send pressure from their own 49-yard line here. King staring to the sideline one more time while they get this play call off. It's going to be real close here. They do take the snap and hand it off, and Uity's all over it. How about the play by Nick Johnson to say no to Penny Boone? Well, Johnson blew
5: that play up so badly that not only did he get a piece of the blocking back, but he was able to wrap an arm around the would-be ball carrier as well. Just a great read there, jumping his gap by Nick Johnson.
4: So that football is back to the 47-yard line of King. It's a fourth and six. You'd think they'd put it away here, and they do show it now. There's a lone man back deep for UD at the 25. That's Carson Henson. Remember, he does not return punts, at least this year, all too well according to the numbers. Just 2.8 yards per punt return. A little bit of a high snap. They just, while well, trying to angle this away from Hinton on the near sideline, Carson having trouble catching that football. He's going to fear catch it in the end, kind of on a sideways variety at the 22-yard line. So that is where UD will take it back. Still 8.19 to go in the third quarter, 33 21 the lead for king this is a must score drive well for UD. yeah if, you, if you're if you're the cubbies right now you're feeling
5: pretty good you got that stop that you needed now you have to go out there and make things happen i mean you just have to make things happen and everybody's fighting the cold here right now like the, when the sun went down it feels like it dropped a good 39 degrees
4: remnants of the snow still around the track as they had to shovel it off the field here at detroit king did a good job clearing it. They did, yeah. Looks like it never snowed out there. No. Nope. Coming in late to the play here to line up as the running back to the right side is Aaron Richard Jr. They send Knight in motion. Fake the handoff to him. It's a big throw down the middle of the field for Carson Hinson. He's going to be overthrown by about 15 yards. Step for step with him was Montez Archer. Hinton was about the 45-yard line of King in the football landed down at about the 33 well
5: archer also plays wide receiver for the crusaders and to be honest with you he looked like the wide receiver uh you know he he had the inside angle uh, smart throw by the quarterback though just kind of throwing it up the middle and nobody was going to get there lived to fight another day 8 11 to go here in this third quarter
4: cubs scrimmage from their own 22 yard line here in between the hash marks they move right to left across your radio dial here in quarter number three Dorian Mausi in here on offense, the defensive star for UDs. Probably an extra blocker on the left side of the line. He had an extra long chat with Nate Brown before the snap, and now they adjust. They send trips to the wide side right, and just a forward pitch this time to Jeffrey Knight, who tries to hit the exterior of the field right in front of the King bench. He gains, call it two yards. It's going to be a third and long still, though. Great job by the defensive back. Rashad, hence
5: chasing him down because, Jeremy, we brought it up earlier, that pitch play worked a little bit before they were able to obtain the edge. Not that time. Hence showing some serious heat coming near side.
4: 7.39 and counting to go in the third. 33-21 the lead for King. UD looking for answers here. They came up with a couple big third-down conversions to begin the game. That was when it was feeling like a shootout. Right now, King with a two-score advantage. Two wide outs right. Brown going to look that direction here. Pump fakes. Airs one out. It's a big throw. Far side as a man there. It's incomplete. The man for King looking more like the intended target that time. And Rashawn Williams, Carson Hinton, cutting up that right sideline.
5: Like Frazier
4: on the coverage. Again,
5: that's two times on this... Uh, this a uh, three down possession where they decided decided to take deep shots, and the, the defender ended up looking like the receiver out there. Great coverage a couple of different times from the Crusaders.
4: So Marshawn Lee gonna go back to receive this punt here from Xavier Chow as they snap it from their own twenty-six. The clock frozen at seven ten with the King lead at thirty-three to twenty-one child looks frustrated he wanted the snap a little earlier he gets it now puts a good right foot into this one He's had some nice hang time punts here today Lee takes it in trying at the 40-yard line little shimmy shake move to propel himself to the 45 he's shifty but gunning up to meet him fairly quickly is Miles Hickman who's made a couple good plays is today Is
5: fun to watch or what and there's absolutely no fear out of that young man at 5 foot 7 and a buck 55
4: Check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Davison with a 14-7 lead over Eisenhower right now. Brighton up 21-0 over Hudsonville. Wild Lake Western has a 7-0 lead over Livonia Churchill. The winner of this game will take on the winner of Seaholm Port Huron, and that sees the Maples hold a 17-0 lead as well. That's via our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Two wideouts left. Boy, what a great story up in Davison, huh? Yeah. Brendan Sullivan, just a great story up there. Turn and handoff to Penny Boone. Boone looked like he was down at the line again. He made that spin move and got free at the 40-yard line. Bumps it to the outside at the 20 to the 10 and stretching the ball across the end zone for a touchdown. He was in stride and he wasn't gonna be denied the target again.
5: He is a man amongst boys right now. I mean, no other way to say it. It, It's like that initial contact. Guys keep trying to go high on him. I I don't know why you'd go high on a running back that strong. Because if he gets a step on you, good night. And and you've seen it uh, three times here tonight.
4: Their balance of nature score, pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Wow. Mm. 39-21, the lead. For Detroit King in a blink of an eye it seems it was a game that was back and forth throughout the first and beginning part of the second quarter but the Crusaders have snatched it here at home the extra point is blocked emphatically but that was before the play was whistled dead for a false start against King well do you um,
5: do, do you go for two here Jeremy do you do? You, why not huh yeah, you might Oh, it's on the offense. My bad.
2: But it looks like
4: they are going to bring the offense out, Sean. Huddling them up at the 35-yard line with a couple missed extra points here today. Trying to expand it a little further right now. Penny Boone, who scored the touchdown, is back out there. Dante Moore is out there. Lynn white who has two touchdowns in this game is out there. Marshawn Lee, who has a touchdown of his own, is out there. They sent trips to the left, one of the near side with Moore in the gun. Boone to his right hip. Moore wants to throw. Right side is a man there, and it's incomplete, but all over him is Jeffrey Knight, and he's going to get a pass interference and then some on the right side. of Yeah, the zone. Jeffrey Knight got up and tried to
5: sell it, did the incomplete... Uh, sign but uh, nobody was buying we'll leave it at that Uh, nobody was buying Uh, a great job that time by Rashawn Williams to not only turn around and go back to the ball but throw the arms way out there as if to say I can't get to it so
4: he sold it so here we go still trips left one of the near side here for Dante Moore let's see what they do this time he looks the same direction, same man. This time he's going to make the catch and wrestle it away from Jeffrey Knight. That's Rashawn Williams who completes the two-point conversion. 6.47 left here in quarter number three. The king lead 41-21 to 21 here on the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. When you need the ultimate performance from a primer, there is only one. Zinser Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum. Available at Cush Paint Company in Roseville. It is the next generation, zero, VOC, easy-to-use, water-based formula with an oil-based performance. Stain-blocking power, low odor, and lead compliant. Zinser Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum. Check it out at Cush Paint in Roseville. Mention The Patriot and get 10% off with our experts at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on the Patriots.
4: Jeremy and Sean back with you here. 6.47 left to play in this third quarter. 41-21. Now the lead... Here for the Detroit King Crusaders. It's a kickoff that's going to bound its way back to the 5-yard line. Carson hits and has some returnable space. He moves across the 10, up to the 20-yard line. He zigzags his way across the 30. And UD is going to have decent field position to start this drive at the 37-yard line. Desperate, desperate need of a score right now.
5: Yeah, desperate need. No, no doubt about that. Uh, Six thirty-six to go here, uh, and Jeremy, we're in a position right now where, um, you know, again, I, math isn't my strong suit. Okay, but I, mine. I, I can tell you that they've scored twenty-seven points, twenty-seven straight points. Uh, these Crusaders.
4: Nate Brown in tight. To the line here. He sees trips to the right in that little triangle formation and a good spreading run up the left side for Aaron Richard Jr. He powers past the 40 yard line. Still in his feet as he crosses the 45 and finally pouncing his way down to the 47 yard line. A yard shy of a first down there.
5: We saw a couple of those runs earlier in the game and and, and you know what? Maybe you just go back to basics and what worked for you earlier in the game because you know you you don't want to get in that point right now where you see the guys hanging their heads, and guys getting frustrated because, you know what, that's what King is just going to roll out that steamroller and just roll you.
4: So look at this bunched-up formation again. Trips right. Miles Hickman again on the left side to act as the blocking tight end here. Richard Jr. receiving the football. He gains the necessary yardage and then some. He's into King territory across midfield. Finally chugs his way down to the 46-yard line, and that's a guy who only had five carries for 11 yards last week, and Matt Lewis said, hey, look, we just decided to go with Nick Johnson just because of the game it was, going with our senior. Not saying that Aaron Richard Jr. did a bad job. He did fumble once, but he said he's one of our guys, but we went with the senior, but the junior performing the best of lates in the backfield here for UD.
5: Well, I'm going to be intrigued to see him as a senior next year. I really like what I've seen
4: out of him so far here tonight. Football up to the King 46-yard line. He gets the football again, and up the middle is not a good area for him this time as Eshawn Carter was all over him that time with Damari Martin. That's an
5: impressive-looking young man, that defensive lineman at 6'3", 265. Eshawn Carter, I mean, he just stopped him,
4: squaring his tracks, held him to about a gain of two. Most consistent player on the defensive front. Their leader in sacks. Guy with 11 tackles in the pre-district game along with a sack. It's fun to watch out there. 4.48 left on that running ticker here in the third. Fumble on the play as Brown lost the football. He did pick it up back off the deck here. And he's going to at least try to charge back the original line of scrimmage. He's going to be a half yard behind. And this is going to be nearly a three-yard loss. For the Cubs, so a little bit of discombobulation as things snowball a little bit here. It's third and eleven.
5: Just haven't been able to get that offense on track since they scored on that uh, uh, drive where th- where they pitched it. What three different times on that drive to go up twenty-one fourteen? Just not finding anything now defensively. Give credit to Coach Spencer and and, and the King staff for making some adjustments defensively.
4: So third and 11 from the King 47-yard line on the near hash here. The score 41-21 in favor of the home squad. Two wide right, one left. Brown back to throw. Deep drop back here. Faces some pressure, hit as he throws. Wobbles in midair and it's picked off at the three-yard line. The intended target that time around was Andre Spivey. But right there to take it away is Aaron Wade. Aaron Wade even went for a dive in the snow. Not the smartest thing to do
5: on a cold night like tonight. Probably hard, too, how at this can point. You, how can you blame that young man? He made a play down there. Boy, I, I thought his forward progress took him into the end zone. They're going to say that he caught that ball and, and went into the end zone at the one-yard line. I'm not sure I agree with that, Jeremy,
4: but here we are. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a full-service financial institution for the Catholic community. This year, the Alliance Catholic Foundation has partnered with the Catholic High School League to offer $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic high school in the 2020-2021 academic year. Their fourth annual Live It Show at Scholarship Contest is live right now. For all the de- details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. King trying to get out of their own end zone. What better man to do that than Penny Boom. Nearly dragged down in the yellow end zone there. He is able to get out to about the three-yard line right side. Miles Hickman along with Hall dragging him down from behind.
5: A little more room out there. Uh, Now the clock becoming a dangerous, dangerous foe for UAD. I mean, not only have they been outscored 27-0 since going up Uh, 21 to 14, but uh, the clock uh, continues to roll. We got about 15 minutes left in this one.
4: 41-21, still the lead here for King as Dante Moore is going to range under center here. Still send two wide receivers to his left, and it's Penny Boone who gets it for the second straight play. He has the first down, looking for more across the 20-yard line, off to the races to the 30-yard line, and finally rolled across the turf. At the 41-yard line, there's a flag all the way back where he gained that first down, though.
5: Well, that is usually in that area of holding out there, right about the 20-yard line, which is, you know, unfortunate for King because they had the first down by about 10 yards, Jeremy.
4: That they did. The line to gain for the first down was at about the 14. He got to the 20 by the time the flag was committed, and now they're going to bring this all the way back.
2: So
5: let's see where they let's see where they set this up. Is this a, gonna be about a second and two, Jeremy? But looks like about a second and two out there?
4: Maybe a little bit shorter as well. This one's up. Just in front of the nine yard line here. It's Penny Boone who gets the football. Looks to be shy. No, maybe not on the first down. The chains are moving. They have not signaled yet.
5: Now, now, now they did. Near official signals first down. Clock stops momentarily. Starts firing up again. Only two nineteen to go in this third
8: quarter.
4: Bob checking to wind that clock now as he windmills his right hand with a white hat. He camps out. In the middle of the end zone between the uprights now, your head official for tonight. Moore under center again here. Turns and hands it off, wants Boone again, and Boone is delivered behind the line well. Dorian Mausi, I believe that was also Nick Johnson shooting in there from their defensive positions to take him down for a one-yard loss. Back to the 10-yard line nearly.
5: Going to be a loss of one. He's got to be well over 100 yards. He has had three explosive touchdowns here tonight. I wish I had the exact totals in front of me, Jeremy. I do not, but three explosive touchdowns. One of them, that first touchdown was highlight real stuff.
4: He has 15 touchdowns on the year, does number eight. Came into play today with 720 yards in the season, but in his last four before tonight, he had 472 yards, so he's... Turning it on and then some in the state championship run for King. Ooh, tucking a pass just over the outstretched leaping arms of Dorian Mausi. There is more. He completes the field for his backup running back in Justin White. White nice. is gonna gain a couple, but that's gonna bring up third and seventh. Sorry, partner. Dangerous pass
5: there. Deep in your own territory like that because the ball gets dipped, turns into one of those tip drills, and all of a sudden you know you're talking pick six and a team has a lot of confidence suddenly
4: the clock moving at 51 seconds left to go in the third still 41 21 lead for King they send trips left one right in front of us on the near sideline here Moore directing the traffic with Penny Boone to his right hip here comes the shotgun snap knee-high backs up short screen pass it's forward to Penny Boone, it's going to skip into the sideline and incomplete. And they'll be forced to punt it away. And not a great spot in terms of the field, chunk.
5: Well, they were able to take off, what, about three minutes off the clock. And, and, and really, Jeremy only gained about 13 yards. So uh, right now, again, the clock, not not friends uh, with UAD. They've got to find a way to, to change that. It'd be in their best interest to get a quick score here as they're down by 20 with only a quarter and 30 seconds remaining.
4: So Dante Moore, the quarterback into This went away at his own two-yard line. Carson Hinton awaiting in King territory at the 42 on the near half. The snap is floating in perfect. UD sent some pressure. Tywin Williams trying to get his right hand on that one, and they're just going to kick it out of bounds at the 41. So that is where UD will take over in King territory with 23 seconds left. In a 41 21 game in favor of the Crusaders here. Let's check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Lansing Catholic up over Kalamazoo United, 19 0. Pickford with a 24 0 lead over Hillman. Adrian Lenaway Christian with a 14 12 lead over Reading. Portage Northern with a 20 14 lead over Morton Shores. How about that one? Jackson Lumen Christie with a 21 0 lead over Schoolcraft and that Chelsea Allen Park game is now tied at 14 apiece. Mm, interesting. So UD takes it on the King 42 yard line. They want to throw in the first play. This pass is bobbled on the far side but hauled in in the end. And that is Mutebi with his second catch of the night. Well,
5: well they can't give him forward progress Jeremy because he was he was uh, juggling it but I think he got a beneficial spot anyway.
4: A big beneficial spot, and I think King wondering why it was so good. They're going to move it up to the 38-yard line, but they're going to switch fields. The King Crusaders put four fingers in the air. They're trying to make it to another semifinal with a win here today. 41-21 is their lead as we head to the fourth after this on the Patriot. The CHSL
3: Game of the Week is sponsored by alliance catholic credit union and siena
6: heights university balance of nature changing the world one life at a time
7: i do see a difference already since i've begun balance of nature that's why i went from one trial order to ordering it for my wife and our kids and i even gave a a batch to my mom i see enough of a difference where i'm excited to continue
6: My dream is like that the whole world would be taking this. I would just like to rain down Balance of Nature. This is the easiest, most natural, and potent way to take care of yourself. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800 2468 751. That's 800 2468 751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and
4: use discount code DETROIT. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. Welcome back, everyone, to Detroit King. Start of the fourth quarter, and Brown is going to back up, look for the shotgun snap, rolls back, looks to pass all over him. Are these King Crusaders, though, as they look to take him down? For a loss, and now some discussion after the play, and what's going to conspire here, Sean? It's there a was hold. A f- there was a face, face mask, mask. I beg you
5: You know, Jeremy, it didn't have to happen. There were four guys that smelled out that that delayed screen, and that's that's the discipline thing that we're talking about. That would have been a big loss. That would have been a big loss for the Cubs instead it's a first down all the way inside the 30-yard line
4: so UD down 41 to 21 was just 10 seconds ticked off the clock here in the fourth quarter now in prime position to score again and so scrimmage from the King 28 yard line in between the hash marks shotgun formation for Brown as Richard jr. to his right hip Play action to him, rolls out right, fumble on the play as this ball is out at the 33-yard line, picked up by the Crusaders. And the officials point to the left, which means it's King football here. Well, the good news for King is they
5: recovered it. The bad news is, and you could see Dewan Crudup, uh, kind of, he would have walked into the end zone if he was able to pick it off the turf.
4: So King going to take this football on their own 36-yard line here, right in front of us. Yeah, Betsy coming out here. Oh, Bessie, Looking to melt the clock. Well,
5: let's see. No, there's 11.29 left. <laughs> you got so much uh, firepower, maybe they decide to go down the field. But I, I could imagine them heading to the barn right now and trying to take off seven, eight minutes.
4: They're going to go wildcat here with trips to the right. Penny Boone in the empty set as they'll move the running back to him, and that is Mercier, who receives the football really delayed. He's going to gain the first down across the 45 into Cub territory at the 50 yard line. Did the ball come free? On yeah, the far they're having line?
5: a conversation over there. The Cub players are saying ball, King players are saying ball, the referee's saying nothing. <laughs> now they're setting it up and saying King football.
4: They're going to spot it into UAD territory. The 45-yard line here. 41-21, the lead for Detroit King. Looking to add to that here with still 11-15 left to go in this fourth quarter.
5: 27 straight points. This was a 21-14 game, folks. UAD went on top, and Penny, he's been all king.
4: Yeah, Penny Boone's still at quarterback here. He's going to keep it, but UAD is all over that we are going to drive him back for about a three-yard loss. That's big number 89, Miles Hickman. He's had himself a night tonight. He has. And what could possibly be his final game, a class president of UD Jesuit pushes him back for a loss, and we have a UD man down. He is down on the MLK logo for the K for King on the right side in the UD half of the field, the King half of the field, I should say. So, as they attend to him, we're going to step aside. 10 47 left to play in the fourth frame. 41 21 the lead for King. We'll have a second and 13 from the UD 48 when we get back here on the Patriot. Now, we're going to stick with you here as uh, Jeremy out alongside Sean Blesian to bring you the call here tonight and check some more scores. On our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard, how about Notre Dame Prep? They're making a run in these state playoffs for the first time in a couple of years. They're obviously out of the Catholic League now, but taking on another power in the Flint area in Flint Powers. The Chargers, I believe, is that their mascot? 6 nothing, the lead for Flint Powers at this point. Denby up big over Dearborn Heights. Robichaud now 34-12. to Those are a couple more scores in our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Davison also with a 21-7 lead over to Utica Eisenhower.
5: Great story up there with the Cardinals. Really has been.
4: So as they continue to attend to the UD man, we're not sure who it is down at the 46-yard line. We're going to step aside now. 10-47 left to play in the fourth quarter. 41-21 is the the King lead. And I beg your pardon, it looks like we're going to still stick with you here as there's some technical difficulties going on in our WDTK studios, but uh, they continue to check on the Cub man down at the 48-yard line. And we're going to step aside now. Back with more after this here on the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of
11: Nature. Rich in Iowa, go ahead.
2: I keep hearing all these ads. If you owe more than $10,000 in taxes, you don't have to pay it. If you have credit card debt, you don't have to pay it. Then we wonder, why do these young kids think they don't have to pay for anything? As long as it's free for me, who cares what it costs you?
11: I
3: never thought about it that way. Rich, thank you. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. You're listening live to the CHSL Game of the Week.
1: Now we're back here in the WDTK studios. Man down at that UD Jesuit Detroit Martin Luther King game right now. Detroit King pulling away here in this final quarter of play. But the Cubs trying to prevail. Hold on. We'll have to see what they're able to do. Let's send it back to the field with Jeremy and
4: Sean. Thanks, Brendan. It was Christopher Makaris, the talented man on defense, down for UD, the junior, man who has 17 tackles, a couple interceptions in the sack up to this point. Kings still with the football, 10.45 left to play in quarter number four. They have a second and 13 from the UD 48-yard line. Motioning to the backfield here is Lee. They want to throw it down the middle, but that's incomplete. Closest to the football in that time was... Rashawn Williams who can't haul it in. So that brings up a third and 13 now. Still 10-32 left in a 41-21 game in favor of Detroit King.
5: You know, it's such a mixed bag living in this state. You never know what you're going to get this time of year. You could get a night like tonight where it's a beautiful sunny night. Tonight, it's a cold one. It's definitely a cold one. And Take a look at the fans. They're getting cold out there as
4: well trips left here for Dante Moore deep fade back to throw this football a low pass at the knee of White Chow, but he adjusts well catches it at the 35 yard line up to the 30 for a first out plus more now I'm going to say it again this sophomore is
5: having himself a night as well I think uh that the major headlines are going to go to Penny Boone but I-, I think certainly Rashawn Williams deserves some good print uh Dante Moore obviously deserves some good print and this uh, fine looking sophomore Lynn Weichel deserves some print.
4: You could argue he's the reason why they were able to sal- separate from UD in this game. Trips left, one to the far side, turn in hand into the hands of White as he looks for his first touchdown, turns the corner, and he will do just that. Finds his way into the right side of the end zone. There is a flag down.
5: Yeah, I think this is coming back right side of the line. Yep, <laughs> you can see... White, White kind of did the, oh, come on. The junior running back with an impass- impressive drive, but a hold right about the 20-yard line is going to back him up.
4: Clock frozen at 10.01. He was mid-celebration as official uh, broke the news to him. White, the junior, 5'10", 175 pounds. It's pretty much been all Penny Boone here today and throughout the season in terms of the bulk of the handoffs. One extreme to another, UD really relying on two running backs. A lot of the teams in the Catholic League look that way, but thriving under Boone, thriving behind the arm of Moore and the talented wide receivers that they put to the left and right of Moore. They have trips left this time. Wide open across the end zone. Here is Lee as he was able to barrel past Tywayne Williams and just like that, it's a four score advantage for the Crusaders. Well, they got
5: the camera down there as well, and both those guys Lee, That was Marshawn Lee with the touchdown reception. Rashawn Williams and Marshawn Lee both head over to the camera, pose in front of the camera as well they should. And this game has been blown wide open, 47-21. to 21. The shock and awe of the Crusaders at it again. And, Jeremy, they're going to go for two to go up 28.
4: Shotgun formation here. They look to pass throwing it and fading it into the right side of the end zone And they're gonna catch that football. How about it? Wow Did you see who that was I
5: believe it was Williams. It's far side of the field I can't tell they're all playing in snow again
4: They're making snow angels out there in that uh, right side of the end zone
5: Lee with the touchdown, Williams with the two-point conversion. We thank the fine crew up here at Detroit King for helping us out uh, tonight as well. This has turned into a 35. This is turned into a 35 straight situation by uh, the Crusaders, Jeremy. Just wow.
4: After it was just a back-and-forth game in that uh, first quarter and in parts in that second quarter, Now a flag flies before the kickoff here. You know, Jeremy, you
5: just, you know, just on a personal level, why don't you see if you can get up and move around just so paralysis doesn't set in from this cold, right? Yeah. Yeah, good job. You did it. I worry about poor Lucas. He's had to run that computer all night. I hope that paralysis has not struck him and legs get frozen together right
4: I can barely move because I have some double pants going on right now I have like three layers underneath this deep winter coat two socks the baseball socks I have on over my penguin socks (laughs) not Pittsburgh not Pittsburgh penguins just little little festive penguins I guess you could say
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh the cold winter gear absolutely Yes, they do. (laughs) Uh, That's a fun night here.
4: Rashawn Williams kicking this one off. It's going to float to the six yard line there. Knight trying to make something happen. He bolts his way to the 10 and up to the 11 yard line, but not much cooking after that. 9.47 left. UD will take it back down 49 to 21 thanks to another King touchdown. because of a balance-of-nature touchdown, pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Another score of here, Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Technicians of cast Tech up 7-3 to three over Sterling Heights-Stevenson. So how about that? After a year where everybody thought, no, the cast Tech's not going to make the playoffs, they're trying to get their way to another semifinal. It's amazing. In Division One. I mean it's yeah. not, not we're not talking about D seven or no, something like that. We're no, talking no, about no. Division One football. So first down and ten, up to the fourteen yard line. They send Knight in motion. Just a handoff left as the turn and give goes to Aaron Richard. And Richard has not much room to run there. Gains two yards maybe up to the sixteen. Well,
5: you know what, Jeremy, you brought it up. You you go back a few weeks ago and Coach Spencer challenged these Crusaders after the PSL in Denby, and uh, you want to talk about a team that has responded. My goodness gracious.
4: They put up 49 here today, and counting possibly as Brown rears and throws it near side to Andre Spivew. on his bottom as he makes that catch. What a yard shy of the first down up to the 23 or so so that's gonna be third and one but 49 points here today for King 42 the first game or 45 the first game of the playoffs and 49 in their last game so that's been quite the output for this squad from Detroit pitch left for Richard jr. he's got free space curves back to the middle more free space he hops over one potential tackler at the 40-yard line Drank down just shy of King territory at the 46. And Winnins is able to make the stop in the end. To
5: I want to point out number 44, Walter Herndon, who starts at the defensive end and ran back into that play to help make that tackle. That's a hustle play. That's a type of stuff. You put that on tape, and coaches are going to love you for it. He didn't give up on that play. Chased him down all the way near the midfield stripe. Great hustle play there.
4: Brown going to keep this football here as uh, he is driven back all the way to the 40-yard line. Forward progress is going to give him about the 44, but that's going to go down for a couple-yard loss. So it's going to be a second and 10. Back to the 45-yard line here is UD. scrimmages left to right. Picturesque moon floating between the light towers over the far visiting bleachers over there very bright
5: beautiful night out here
4: second and 13 from the UD 45 Brown steps up in the pocket unleashes one to the far side of the field there as a man down at the 10-yard line who slides he cannot make the catch I believe that was Knight.
5: hence again on the coverage out there and uh, Jeremy we've seen them take those long shots downfield here in the second half, and more often than not, it's looked like a Crusader who is the intended receiver. Just great coverage out there.
4: So that freezes the clock at 7:22, 49-21, the lead for Detroit King. UD had a lead throughout a good majority of that first half before King took things over with authority. Brown, scrambling out of the pocket, trying to unleash one down the middle of the field again. Tipped a couple times and incomplete. His intended target was Spivey. It looked like 29 Marcus Truseldo for King, who is trying to jump up and intercept that football.
5: Well, no reason to go for it when you're down 49-21 to with 7.10 uh, to go. So they're going to send out uh, that kicking unit again. Xavier Chow. Only he's softball, right?
4: Yeah. Chow's a guy that Matt Lewis says, hey, look, I think if he continues to improve, he may become one of the best kickers in the state.
5: Right. He's let go of a few bombs here tonight.
4: He replaces Nicolos Salo from last year's at Wayne State. How's he doing? Doing very well. Still in a battle with Jackson Grisky, or is he taking that spot?
5: He's taking it. Absolutely, he is taking it.
4: Warriors on the air here on the Patriot tomorrow versus Grand Valley State as this punt is blocked. Wallop down at the 32-yard line. Coming in and getting a hand on it was David Reese. The 5'7", 155-pound senior defensive back continues this dominance for King. So you guys are on the air. What time tomorrow?
5: We've got a 12.30 uh, pregame show from Allendale looking forward to it uh I, I don't think i need to tell warrior fans what's at stake uh you get an opportunity to first and most importantly knock off grand valley which they haven't done since 1984 and you know what jeremy an outside outside shot at the playoffs They not only have to win the game but they need a little help but there's an outside chance
4: turn and give to white he's just fighting and stretching he won't go down across the 30-yard line extends the football in his body up to the 26 for a hard gain of six yards on first down 49 21 the lead for King 644 and counting here in the fourth that time in the second half it seems like it's crawling compared to what we saw in the first
5: no question no doubt about it I mean this game total control. For the Crusaders for quite some time as you mentioned Jeremy uh, this this cubby team was up 21 to 14 and it's just been all Crusaders since then
4: or still out there in the gun trips to his left one of the far side white the lone back stretching behind him more of a pistol formation in the way they're lined up here handoff left side to white he has a bunch of free space white trying to be one more tacklers inside the ten and finally brought down at the five yard line I believe by Tywayne Williams or no that was Hinton Hold back at the 21-yard line. Wow. Yeah. Boy, you feel bad for White. He's had two big runs that have been called back via hold. Well, Carson Hinton, a man we just mentioned, a guy that UD offense is going to miss, a guy the Catholic League is going to miss. Sure. Offers from Central Michigan, Purdue, Cincinnati, Syracuse, Western Michigan. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. But he's been a solid player really since his sophomore year even getting some time as a freshman on the varsity level second
5: and nine now but the 32 yard line 33.
4: turn and give to damani hendricks the first time we've called the sophomore's name today hendricks going to chug forward for a couple yards there's a number of guys they're certainly going to miss on defense, Dorian Mausi, another one of those seniors, he's headed to Duke next year. He's had a monster year on defense for this UD squad. Number four, Nick Johnson, a guy who had over a thousand yards after today on the season is going to graduate. Coming into the middle part of the season, he had no offers, but Matt Lewis said, "Hey, if he's not a college football player, I don't know who is." Yeah, right third down and 8 turn and hand once again as they'll spark their way up to the 30 yard line it's hendricks for the second straight play so it's going to bring up fourth and 6 with the clock winding down at
5: 4:41 they're going to let that clock wind down as much as they can at my guess with fourth and six at the 30-yard line, they're going to go for it, Jeremy. No reason to punt the ball away. They're definitely in four-down territory. Let's see what they dial up here.
4: Jeffrey Knight and Carson Hinton switch sides of the field. Knight's going to guard the near side. He camps out at the 23-yard line.
5: Lee's in the Wildcat. Look at that, Marshawn Lee in the Wildcat.
4: Second Wildcats player that we've seen take the ball into, Penny Boone for about four or five snaps. He hands it off to Hendricks' left side, and they're going to turn it over on downs up to the 26-yard line. So that's where UD will take it back with 3.50 left. It's 49-21 in favor of Detroit King here.
5: Well, just an outstanding win here. An outstanding win here by this King team. Uh, you know, this is a, a team, Jeremy, you talked about it. Early in the year, it was kind of funny. B, what's going on with King? Nothing's going on with King. That's the issue. They get this thing going. It's a it's a machine, and you're seeing it happen again here.
4: T.J. Johnson now out there at quarterback for UD. He was a starter at the beginning of the year as a senior, and he's going to turn and. Handed off to a new the new back here. Of this game. Couldn't quite we see who that are. was as he was, was able to chug forward for about six yards over stand the 30-yard so line now. Johnson, a guy who started all of last Thank year for UAD. It's a battle really in weeks one, two, three to see who would become the starter. And ultimately, Nate Brown kind of won that with authority, that big arm by the sophomore. He's somebody you're going to look towards the future in See where he develops.
5: Good looking young player. Wow. Absolutely blown up there. Martin Azola got the handoff, and I'll tell you what, once again, 44, Walter Herndon makes another big play, blowing that up for a big loss.
4: So, third. And eight now the situation. The clock winding at 237. The score 49-21 in favor of Detroit King. So King is going to move to 4-1 and one in this all-time series. They don't match up much. The first matchup was back in 1952. That was a UD win, 32-6. King now has a four-game winning streak. They won 27-6 in 57, 32-8. And 93 and then all the way up to 2015 in the district final game King 35 UD 24 as they don't gain much in fact lose a couple more on the next play it's fourth and eight.
5: yeah they are going to just uh, they are just gonna milk this down as much as they can Jeremy before they punt this away, and my guess is King will probably take a snap or two, and we'll be done here today.
4: And Xavier Chow into to punt it away one final time here. The young sophomore, who they're certainly looking forward to coming back next year as well. Chow receives a snap that was a little bit... High and outside. He handles it well. Lee takes it back. Spin move. Trying to get one more razzle-dazzle play so here at home before the semifinal. As he sparks back to midfield with a minute 13 left. So three games tomorrow in the Catholic High School League. Orchard Lake-St. Mary's will take on River Rouge. That's got to be one of the better games no question. in the States. Shrine going to take on Fowler. And then Cass City takes on... Loyola. We're hoping, for selfish reasons, obviously that we'll have one of those teams win, so we can cover a game next week at a semifinal location. I think Orchard Lake's going to do it.
5: I won't argue with that. I'm not sure all that the games next week, one o'clock, right? Isn't correct, that the yes. rule? Yeah, one
4: o'clock at a neutral site, no matter uh, what the records, what the playoff points. The Neutral sites determined after the matchups are figured out as have a decent idea of where games may end up and in terms of where teams are placed. It just depends where the areas align. Hand off from Cass, right side, they're going to gain a couple yards, 50 seconds, lopped in this 49-21 to 21 game.
5: My guess is one more snap, and they'll be lining up, shaking hands, Jeremy.
4: Moore out there pretty much dancing on the field. The 6'2", 165-pound freshman quarterback. Well, he's as advertised. What better way to uh, try to cap off your season as a youngster than a state championship? They'll look for two straights as one more handoff to Hendricks, and that should do it.
5: Well, what an impressive, impressive win. 35 straight points. 35 straight points. Uh, by these Crusaders, and they cruise to a 49-21 victory.
4: Well, whatever your plans for the holidays, Alliance Catholic Credit Union wants to make sure you celebrate the season in style. Whether your way of celebrating is with a new home, a new truck, a family vacation, or maybe just taking care of some odds and ends, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has a loan for you. And to celebrate the season, they're offering special rates, including a limited time introductory rate and a home equity line of credit, and a low-rate helping hand loan. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than great rates and latest features. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. find out all the ways you can celebrate the season in style with Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. They shake hands here at midfield. Detroit vs. Detroit features a King victory. 49-21, your final, the postgame when we get back on the Patriot.
3: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored
10: by Cush Paint and Neha's Recruiting. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. The CHSL
3: Game of the Week post-game show is next on The Patriot.
8: Sportsmanship is still relevant in school sports. Good sportsmanship should be a given at our games. It's one of the primary reasons we have school sports to begin with to help today's young people become tomorrow's community leaders. You can learn more about sportsmanship and download a full kit of sportsmanship ideas from the MHSA website at mhsaa.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
4: Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a full-service financial institution for the Catholic community. This year, the Alliance Catholic Foundation has partnered with the Catholic High School League to offer $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic high school in the 2020-2021 academic year. Their fourth annual Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. As always, Alliance Catholic makes it fun for students to participate. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA, equal housing lender, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 49-21, your final score in favor of Detroit. King. now time for our Cush Paint play of the game. Sean, what do you think?
5: Well, I, I think uh, you've got to get it to Penny Boone. Penny Boone, not only our player of the game, Uh, But that run, electrifying run, folks, I have a feeling you're going to sit on highlight reels. If there was a camera out here, and I saw a couple camera guys out there, I hope they got it. But uh, we're going to give it to Penny Boone on that early electrifying touchdown run where it it almost seemed like he went out of his way to hit multiple guys before he went into the end zone. Just a great, great run.
4: Well, we'll put a bow on this thing when we get back, and then let the guys in the studio take it over with the CHSL Drive Home Show. Forty-nine twenty-one, your final in this game, and your Catholic League game of the week on the Patriot.
5: Hey Warrior fans, don't forget your home for Warrior football right here on FM 1015 AM 1400. the Patriot, The season finale this Saturday, 1245, over in Allendale, Michigan. The Warriors take on their in-state rivals, the Grand Valley State Lakers. Josh Rennell and I will have the call for you, 1245 free game show. One o'clock kickoff right here on your home for the Warriors. FM 1015 and AM 1400, the Patriots.
11: There is a new movement. It's called anti natalist. People who regret that they were born. Yes, my friends. I remember Chesterton. People stop believing in God. They don't believe in nothing, they believe in anything. That is the world in which we live at this time. Bizarro. But the good news is the happiness hour follows that on the next Dennis Prager show. Dennis Prager, weekdays at noon on the Patriots.
4: 49-21 is your final score in this one in favor of Detroit King, Penny Boone. A big reason why... Sean, it's an impressive stat line, isn't it?
5: 13 carries, 183 yards, three touchdowns. Thanks to the great crew from Detroit King for letting us know that. Uh, just uh, really, as far as I'm concerned, Jeremy reemphasizes why we picked him as our player of the game.
4: And probably one of the best plays you'll see in high school football oh, this year.
5: What a dandy. Uh, electrifying. Yeah, we were, we were really spoiled tonight with some big plays, but that one... Stood out like a sore thumb.
4: Well, we look forward to seeing who wins tomorrow, potentially from the Catholic League, to see which game we can cover in the state semifinals in an undisclosed location, just because those are all in limited sights in terms of uh, those two teams not having a home game. So we are excited to see who we will carry next week my Broadcast Partners Sean Belizean, Lucas Kamariotis, our on site engineer, Brian Belaski back in our WDTK studios, the students from the Cub Sportscast that contributed to our broadcast today. We thank you all for tuning in. My name is Jeremy Otto. We hope to see you next week at a semifinal.
3: CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, Balance of Nature, Cush Paint, and Nahez Recruiting. Learn more about Catholic League football at chsl.com. And stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot, the Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400 WDTK Detroit, the Salem media group on the NASDAQ as S A L M.